No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Shop Tour Bus is your most amazing online purveyor of Grateful Dead inspired merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, tote bags, kids clothes, stickers, muscle tees, and these are not your normal steal your face 13 point bolt designs. These are cryptic uh, puzzles that if you know, you know, you know. Do you know? And yeah. then people that don't know will ask you about them, and then you can explain to them yeah. and maybe hook them. So check this out. They are hooking up the No Simple Road family with free shipping. So when you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road, and you will get whatever you order sent to you for no-cost shipping. That's pretty cool. They're hooking you up with that. And all of your orders come in a one-of-a-kind hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside, all kinds of cool extras, and... Some of you lucky folks out there are going to get a real live Grateful Dead bootleg. 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 Yeah, check that out. Yeah, we said it like six times now. Yeah, because they're fun and it's a miracle if you get it. But we say it a lot of times. Yeah, maybe, (laughs) maybe if you if you get miracled by Shop Tour Bus, then you are the winner of the bootleg. So, but even if you don't get the bootleg, your box will be filled with magic and the softest most comfy t-shirt hoodie or other thing that you ever have put your fingers on ever in your life so remember put in the promo code no simple road when you check out hook it up at shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on instagram and go check it out on the digital lot have you ever listened to Umphreys McGee? out of a sasquatch that you got at electric fish light shit oh you should. <laughs> you should go on over there. Well, you can. Yeah, you can. You, guys you left should. Me hanging, man. Yeah. I was the only one shitting today. Yeah, no. Um, go to electricfishlights.com. Or at electricfishlights on Instagram. Look, man, you could possibly have, I don't know, how many lights you think you got in your house? At least 40. Right? So out of those 40 lights in your house, it would be way cooler if you had at least one or two lights that were different than the other ones that like made your posters come to life 
that like changed colors that'd that, be cool or like played music out of them right that'd be awesome it would be awesome. i would love that and it's not hard to do all you go do is you go to electricfishlights.com you tell them what kind of light you want them to build and then they create it with this magical elixir called IQ technology, which is these little pieces of plastic. There's 30 interlocking pieces and they configure them into 15 different shapes and they can put those shapes together and basically build anything you can imagine, like a Sasquatch or a Pickle Rick or a Starfish or a, a Hammer Pikachu. or a Pikachu. They also do just the round ones that are your favorite sports teams. They got all the sports teams covered. Yep. And check this out. They are hooking up the No Simple Road family with 10% off. So put in the promo code NSR when you check out and let Electric Fish Lights know that you're part of the No Simple Road family. That's and right. they're going to hook you up with 10% off. And there's still a few of these left. So any NSR family member that gets the color changing bulb upgrade, you are going to get a one of a kind collaborative print between uh, Electric Fish Lights and myself. It's some of my art that John from Electric Fish Lights had created into a poster and it just so happens that when you put that color changing bulb next to that poster, something magic happens. But it jumps I can't, off the wall. Uh, yeah, please just ruined oh, did I ruin I was it? Gonna, I was gonna You're saying him. everything. Let him say oh one gosh. thing. He ruined the surprise. Yeah, it it's jumps not a surprise. On, it jumps off the wall, but then it jumps back on. Maybe. I don't know. You'll have to get one and find out exactly what it does. I could be lying. He could be. So go to electricfishlights.com and hook it up, you guys. You could go through life depressed. Ooh. You could go through life with aches and pains Ooh. you could go through life bored listening Ooh. to just plain old music not happy you could do that right apple you could but that sounds terrible right mel i don't want to i don't, don't want to do that. that i don't want to do that either so let me t- i'm going to give you a hint there's something that you can do that'll help you with all those things it'll make food taste better it'll make sex better what is it Weed. Yeah. Cannabis. Premium cannabis. Right. So, Apple, where do we go to get premium cannabis here in the Portland area? Well, if you are in the Portland area visiting, you can come on over to Define Premium Cannabis in in Portland, in Hillsboro, or our location in Forest Grove. If you come in, we will get you taken care of. We will take our time. We will explain the ever-growing, confusing cannabis world and get you hooked up with the product that you need for your aches, your pains, your depression, whatever may be ailing you. And if you come to the shop in Hillsboro, Monday through Friday, I am there to come out and help tend your bud and get you suited to the right thing you need. And if you go in there Monday through Friday and you ask for Apple, he will come out of the back dressed like a houseplant. And his roots will grow into the cabinet to the exact cannabis product that you need. Apple, would you say it's a confusing cannabis conundrum that's out there? It is. It's very hard sometimes to know unless you've been, well, even if you've been a longtime user, there's it's changing all the time. There's new products all the time, and we are there to help you. Yep. So go in there and, and tell them don't, that you're part yeah. of the No Simple Road family. Yeah, because if you do that, then you will get 10% off your purchase, and you will get a free t-shirt the first time. That's a right. A free t-shirt, everybody. So, listen, man. You, you could be bored. You could be sad. You could be depressed. Or... You could go to Define in Hillsboro or Forest Grove. You could get yourself some premium cannabis product, and then you're going to feel all better. And you can say, thanks, No Simple Road, because I got 10% off. I got a free T-shirt, and I got some weed. Boom. 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. What's up, everybody? This is Aaron. This is Mel. And this is Apple. And we are back for another fun-filled cavalcade with the clown. No, that's not what's happening. Whoa. Yeah. No, that's our other gig. That's what We're sh- keeping that on the lowdown. <laughs> Roll out the barrels. <laughs> oh, Roll shit. out the barrels. <laughs> oh, wait. How's oh. it going, everybody? I straight up don't know what's happening. <laughs> Mel just looks at... That was one of the moments when Mel was just looking at me and Aaron like... like you couple okay. of I kind of lost eye contact. I didn't want to look at you. She didn't want to look directly at the conundrum that was going on. All right, check this out, everybody. This week's guest on No Simple Road is Michael Palmisano. Wow. Check that out. This is super fun. It, I, I feel like, did I cry after that interview? I feel like I was you've, very... You've been crying after these interviews for a while, babe. Yeah, well, this one was really amazing. I was so unexpectedly happy after that. It, it, it brightened up my spirits. Talking to Michael was one of those conversations that we have that like the minute we got on the phone with him, it was, you could feel his energy. He brought our energy up. Yes, he sure did. And his positivity and his outlook are infectious. 
and his love for learning was that was definitely infectious too it made me feel like wow i want to love something that much to learn about it like that like and learn about it and then teach it too and, teach learning, it. and he's just so excited about everything so if you if you don't know who <laughs> michael palmasano is he is a youtube guitar teacher and not just that though he also does reactions and uh he is uh, he could also be a motivational speaker yeah he could yeah. and and he has a online guitar school called guitar gate that he um has is doing and look man i play guitar watching michael makes me want to be better at playing the guitar and he breaks stuff down in his reactions in a way that's understandable and um very approachable for a layman to to get more involved in, yeah, it's, in playing it, it pulled me in when you when you first showed him to me and stuff because i don't know how to read music i don't tablature i don't really play an instrument yeah. but listening to him and he is a heck of a musician there's one on there i would want one that you should watch immediately to get familiar with him he joined Umphreys McGee on stage, which that's not an easy band to step in with and keep up with them. No, no. And it's amazing because he does a reaction video of himself playing with Umphreys McGee and he breaks it down. Like Aaron said, like layman's turn. You can totally understand it. It's technical, but the way he explains it makes it, it's like, Oh, oh that's oh, it. okay. Yeah. Now listen to this again. And he goes back and, you, and then you're like, oh, shit. It, mm-hmm. it teaches you when you're not an easy person to teach because you don't know a lot about yeah. the actual music and the technicalities and, of it. And just like talking to Davey uh, mm-hmm. from the Toby and Davey channel and um, Jamel, mm. the YouTube channel, like starting a YouTube channel, all three of the the, those guys were so, and and Brian. That's what I was gonna, just going to from from yeah. Weeds and Sardines were extremely surprised by the rapid growth of their channels, and it was something that they were doing just because, like like with Michael, he was doing it because he loved teaching, and all of a sudden this thing started happening, and that is that's the i mean that's how no simple road started that we mm-hmm. you know we just started doing a thing to do it and then something came out of it yes so, it did you know talking to him like i said is it lifted the energy in this house in this room and it and it wasn't something that was just for that time like it kept going afterwards and no. we left here floating that night you even were like we should have got tickets to see um the uh dead and company to go join them in um where Calvo, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, and and that's a whole other part of this conversation too is his journey into discovering the Grateful Dead. Like that was one of the first things that I discovered on YouTube with him was his reaction to some Grateful Dead stuff and breaking down the playing. And uh, in the conversation that you're about to hear, we really get into how he got turned on to the Grateful Dead and what a magical experience it was for him and his wife, actually. And, like, I think reliving that experience through somebody else's perspective and eyeballs like that or through his story made me re-feel the feeling of going to my first show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, yeah, it brings back the freshness. Like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, man. It, it this was just super fun, and we could have gone all night, but um, we didn't because you know that's rude to <laughs> take somebody's. <laughs> We're gonna time keep like you that. on the phone till tomorrow, man. I just have so many more questions. I was grateful to yeah, him. That, that he has so many do. children. He's got all these these students, and he's got YouTube channel, multiple ones, like. That is a busy man, mm-hmm. and he gave us a good amount of his time. So, yeah, I'm thanks, super Michael. grateful. But you know what, man? If this is your first foray into the world that is No Simple Road, the way that we do this show is we do a nice long intro. We don't just like introduce our guest and then get you to it. We uh we talk for a while and then we get you to whoever our guest is that week. So now. The space-time continuum has converged into a nexus point that is that part of the show that we are just going to talk about our weeks and everything that's going on with us. So how's it going, Mel? Good. Why don't you start it off this week? I, You know, man, okay. Yeah. It's It's been a crazy few weeks. Like we, If you listen to last week's episode, we were at the Gorge uh, seeing fish. We were there for two nights. And... Uh, then so we got there on friday we came home on monday afternoon and then friday afternoon that same week we left again and we were gone all weekend until monday afternoon and went we went camping or is that camping yeah apple definitely went camping and so did Ryder. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, there the was a thing, house. Yeah, there was a house involved, but it was still I mean it was kind of glamping mixed with camping and I wanted to be in my tent because it's going to be too cold pretty soon to like kind of do that kind of camping. So Yeah, I did want to be outside. Yeah, so we went we rented a, a venue actually. It's the yeah. <laughs> it's the Tidewater venue that uh um Beloved. Beloved Festival is at and also back in the day the Black Sheep Family Reunion was there. And it's these sacred grounds, man, this wonderful venue. Sure are sacred. And uh, the No Simple Road family went out there and I don't know how many of us were there. It was like 15, 15 of us. Yeah. So and 16. Yeah. Chris Cooch from World's Finest came out and joined Thank us. You, and Chris. Played some music and we howled at the moon and we got our picture taken by the stars and it was just, it was fucking awesome. But there's a but. Man, it feels like we have just been like fifth and sixth gear for months, and it's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's because everything fell like consecutively back to back. There was no break in between. Like we came out from the gorge, then Banshee Tree came. Oh, shit. I even forgot to mention that. Yeah. Stayed with us. And then, you know, they left, and then we went on our our big our little vacation and then we got back and then sydney and jasper and jasper and, are here yeah and adam are, all showed up and well not unexpectedly or anything but just <laughs> yeah one just and, two, and and cats is this weekend yeah well and tonight and hey hey la special we love you guys yeah uh, we, we would have been down in eugene tonight seeing la special at the big dirty but they had to uh cancel this little leg of the tour Right, we love you guys. Hopefully they can yep. reschedule that and we'll get to we'll get to see them. And hey, just a quick shout out mention to Big Dirty down in Eugene. There is a brand new venue down there and the inside of that place is like a inside of a mothership a or something. A 1920 spaceship. 
Like mm. it's freaking amazing. I so can't wait to see yeah, it in person. Everybody really raves something. about it. So yeah, the big dirty down in Eugene. Shout out to you guys. That's Thanks. a great name too. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of the No Simple Road family. And heck yeah. Can't wait to get down there and hang out with you guys. But anyway, point is, it's been a crazy few weeks. I when when we left for Tidewater, I had just that that was Friday afternoon. I had that morning was the first day that I felt back in my center from the gorge. Like it took me, you know, those three days between to kind of get my shit together and recover from the amount of partying that we did out there. And it was, it was a blast to go do fish at the gorge, but God damn, man, I, I was feeling my uh, advanced age at this. I, I am not 25 and uh, I was feeling it. So when we left on Friday afternoon to go up there, I was like, oh, yeah, thinking to myself, oh, the gorge. Yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago. And then I looked at my um, <laughs> my calendar to like do something for the show. And I was like, holy shit, that was like four days ago. That Aaron time's crazy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> anyway, by the way, if everybody know, hears that uh, me, Aaron and Mel are all wide awake and doing <laughs> this intro. What you can hear in the background is Darwin sawing logs because Darwin went with us on the camping trip. Oh, yeah, he did. Yes, he did. He he usually gets left home with whoever doesn't go on that trip or whatever. And we were all going and and we asked the owner out there if we could bring our 120-pound dog with us. And he was like, yeah, sure. And so we did. And he turned into a puppy. Aww. for three days he got his, it, it was, was like so his sweet. it was like his fish at the gorge yep. this past mm-hmm. weekend i remember seeing a joke somebody said it it's like what if darwin thinks this is where you go every time you go out of town <laughs> like he doesn't know he can't go to the fish lot he thinks every time we're going camping and just leave him behind oh that's sad mm-hmm. well darwin was a little spring chicken he was running around frolicking and he was being so sweet with amigo cody's dog so that was really sweet to see him acting like that so it's been a nuts couple of weeks and now my grandson and my daughter and my son-in-law are here and tomorrow night we're going to see cats and then the train doesn't stop um next week we're going to Colorado to see green sky bluegrass and cats again and uh with Nate and Megan and so that's gonna be so fun can't wait but this to see isn't how how is your week though I this is all this is, this is all your projection week. Yeah. No, it's all <laughs> one week yeah. now and in December we're gonna be <laughs> celebrating Christmas <laughs> you know man it, it the reason I'm saying all this like in making the plans, right, the dates are just these boxes on a calendar. And so, it, at least for me, like, I don't think about, well, I might be tired that week. Or, my gosh, that might be too much. And then my gosh. It, it all starts coming. <laughs> and I'm like, who booked this? And, oh, shit, that was me. Who bought these tickets? Oh, that was me. But. Over the past week, it's been a realization of like a a lot. First of all, like I said, I'm not 25 and that's cool. I was talking to brother at fish and like, 
it's very cool to be an older cat and like know which line to get into and know how to get into the the venue without getting your shit stolen from you or like just knowing your way around that it's good to have experience you know but partying hard even with like exercise and eating right and taking care of yourself it's it's not as easy and um yeah it's just been a a realization over this past week and also like coming back and trying to reintegrate into work has not been a fun thing at all like i even if i'm not going to shows like i like knowing that there's shows going on and now that tour's over like and there's like a whatever five week or six week break or whatever like I miss knowing the fact that that's even out there going on, even if I'm not there. And when that's going on, it makes being at work a little easier for me for whatever reason. Like I know that there's fun being had. And this week at work was like this stark realization of like, wow, do I really want to be doing this? Like, is this where I want to be spending my time every day? And, and, so much with the show has been coming up and more is being asked of me, you know, of my time and there's more, um, more things going on. So I, there's more shit that's on my plate and having to sideline that to do my day to day stuff at my day job is tough. And, uh, Erica from, um, thriving in tie dye, texted me the other day and she she's gonna send us something and she was like oh you guys i'm sorry i blinked and four days got away from me um i'm sending you something and i was like believe me man i i get it i understand how time can get away and she was like are you still like doing both the podcast and your day job and i was like yeah And she was like, man, I got to tell you, since I left my job, I feel so much lighter. I didn't know if I could do it. And now that I've done it, I don't know how I was doing what I was doing before. And it just really got me thinking this week. So I don't know. You asked how my week was, and that was a really long explanation. But I guess all that to say that, you know, I don't know how much longer I can uh, balance the plates. Yeah, no one's requiring that of us except for us. We're the ones that, like you said, we're adults. We can go to Pennsylvania. We can go to Atlantic City. We can go to, I, you know, wherever, Indiana, um, to see a show. Well, we make the same rules with where we live and who we sleep with and how much money we spend and how much money we save. So... If we get ourselves in trouble, we inevitably have to get ourselves out of trouble. So if we are doing something that's going to be a little bit um, risky, we'll always catch our own fall. No matter how tricky or challenging it may be, we will always catch our fall. Yeah. And it's the, I don't know about you guys out there, but for me, like 
the hesitation is all about comfort and absolutely you know what i'm saying like sure totally like that's the, you, that's the golden handcuffs yeah a certain amount of money um benefits all that stuff and then having that i mean we've i've had that since basically since we've been married for at least 20 years mm-hmm. right yeah and just to have that gone is a trippy proposition it's not it's not unthinkable by any means but it's like damn am i am i doing the right thing am i just being impulsive like there's all those questions you know like people will say if it makes you scared then do it yeah <laughs> you know i'm not look i'm i'm not telling you what to do we've had this conversation a lot of times in our life like when you were working in vegas like mm-hmm. it's been around quite a few times and I still always will say the same thing. I support you no matter what. Like, I think you should do it. I think you'll be surprised. I think no two things can occupy the same space, you know? So if you don't give up all of that attention that you're giving to some other thing, you can't ever give all of that attention to your own thing. Well, And it's just like I was... God, I hope I hope my boss doesn't listen to this, but it's like I was telling you and I told Apple this the other day. I was like, I feel like a half work there. Like I I so don't give a shit and and I'm doing exactly what I need to do to keep under the radar and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Like there is no extra mile happening. It here. reminds me of this I don't remember what the meme said, but it was like a couple and they were doing it, but they only show the top half and the girl was like looking at her phone, like super disinterested. And the guy was all into it. You're not into your job. Mm-mm. And, 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 you know, like you're and, not into it. And that's and the thing is that too, that's what makes it harder. The, that and like, it's not like it was before when we were in Vegas. I was, I was miserable as a human being. So I was, it wasn't the job. It was me. It's completely different now. Like I am so grateful for this gig. It has afforded so much freedom and like the ability to build no simple road while being supported. And I'm eternally grateful and still grateful for it now in the moment. It's just, I, I feel it's time is coming. It's running its course and it's fucking terrifying if I'm being honest. So, yeah. What about you, babe? How was your week? <laughs> um, my week was a, a tizzy. <laughs> it, a tizzy. It went by in a tizzy. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of same week as you. Um, coming back to work is always hard, you know, when we're having these kinds of crazy schedules. One of the realizations I thought about this week was what's it all for like you know what's my reason everybody has their reason for doing stuff they love it they you know they can't live without it whatever what's my reason um and you know i really enjoy going to see fish that was like mind expanding and altering and changing but i really definitely feel like things are coming to a close with how we live, especially us talking about 
you know, being mobile and just feeling seasons change and come and go. And it just feels like there is an ending to things. It feels like that, like cyclical, you know? And so I feel like all of this kind of busyness and going to the um, shows and um, doing the things that we're doing, I, I've accepted it much more than I have in the past because it feels like, you know what, winter's coming. Mm-hmm. It's a time to settle down and, you know, start to like nest and hibernate and get into those hobbies that keep you home by the fire. And so I'm really have been grateful for the opportunity to be outside of the house. Yeah, I'm really grateful for that. I'm not taking our... Um, free time um lightly at all i i'm so grateful that we you know spending spending time in tidewater was it was so cool mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so cool on and so many things it was like healing and fun and relaxing relax oh my gosh i was so relaxed but one of the best things there or not the best things there but like the best thing about it was the interplay between the no simple road family like that was um our family and our no simple road family yeah it was super cool marco benevento would be proud of us why we're using our time for fun oh yeah (laughs) we definitely used our time for fun um so yeah like i was just i was so leisurely during that time so i was just very reflective and looking at the kids play and seeing darwin he had a friend and the weather was literally perfect and we had a charcuterie board and cake double birthday celebration double birthday celebration like it just couldn't like my heart was so overfilled that's what i said when we were driving home i was like damn my heart is full it was full it was like i couldn't eat another bite Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of thing yeah literally but um figuratively so all the things that we have done have been really, like I said, the fish show and then Tidewater and um, having Banshee Tree come here, our, our very favorite band from Northwest String Summit. And then we we bump into the our neighbors at the Honey Dome tent and, you know, start talking to them. And it was like, if this week was full of connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was full of connections and and like it was like the spider web and you were starting to see what what we've done. I like our work has unfolded before us and we're meeting all these connections. I said to Aaron when we were going to the bar, uh, yeah, to the pub, I was like, we went out to see Burl at that. I can't remember what pub it was in Alberta street. Laurel, Laurel, Laurel thirst. And, um, and we bumped into Mel Jasper from Northwest <laughs> String Summit. And then here we go to the Alberta Street Pub and we bump into Evan, Evan. and yeah. Kyle from the Honey Dome. And it just is like, I guess I'm I'm kind of tripping on my, me either. I'm kind of tripping on our five years here. I'm, I'm like the last two years of COVID, the entire five years of us being here, all the things that we're doing right now, it's, I'm kind of feel like I'm looking at a big crystal ball and just kind of like my eyes are huge, just taking it all in. 
I don't barely recognize this life. It's nuts. It's nuts. And it's all good. It's, that's the thing. It's not good or bad. I don't feel like I need to say anything. It's just, it is full. Yeah. There's something I wanted to mention too, that I forgot. Like, um, over the past couple of weeks, I've gotten several DMs and one email from listeners saying that telling us how much we've helped them with just hanging out and talking. And, um, I mean, we've, we've been getting those for a while now. And, uh, but the feeling of them this past week was new. And, uh, it's what you're talking about. It's the connection thing. It's been coming from all sides. Like it's crazy. It really is. Like you said, looking at our life now is it's an unrecognizable thing to what it was. I don't even, there's no similarities. Mm Mm-mm. My work is different. My environment is different. All of my friends are different. Mm-hmm. My my children living situation that's different. I I mean I look like myself, but not really. I look totally different. I had wore my hair different. I you know just so many things, and it, it's like I'm morphed into this person who I can't really affirm who they are yet. It's you're <laughs> becoming it's well, it's, yes. It's not like I don't know who I am. That's not what I mean by saying that. Well, I think, I it's, think I have a firm knowing of who I am, but like on the bigger sense, it's, it's like a tree. It really is like, I'm like a tree. Yeah. The tree isn't ever done. Yeah. And then it dies. It's not like, well, I'm perfect now. I, I don't need any more leaves. I'm the exact same tree I was yesterday. It's, I think that's life is just this ever unfolding of who we are into, into time. And as we go forward and it's just different all the time. If you're, if you're staying the same, that's fucking boring as shit. I wanted to say one more thing before we go to Apple. You mentioned something about age and you're not 25 and catching up with you and all that stuff. And I, I have a notion about how we kind of blame age for stuff. And I think that of course everything has a cycle, you know, like things degrade things, you know, like leaves fall off the tree. But I think that age doesn't always equal or mean, um, degradation and that's irreversible i think it means more of a change as opposed to like complete breakdown Mm -hmm. right and so sometimes i think about all the stuff that we'd say just for example think about like the day that we had to um uh friday before the gorge we all woke up super early went to work came home packed the car went there, got there, drove four hours, stopped, whatever we did. Seven hours. So however many hours, okay. Got there, set up, hung out for a while before we went to bed. 
that's a long day with a lot of things in it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like one hour, two hours. This was like the entire day. My 25-year-old self wouldn't have been doing that. <laughs> like that, maybe a 25-year-old, yes. But I think about like just myself, like we are pretty sturdy for ourselves. For That's what for I was going to say. The 25-year-old, that's going to say when it gets to me that it's like, I feel healthier and happier and put together now than I ever did at 25. 25 yes. Oh, yeah. A fucking train wreck and not in great shape. Yeah. Wouldn't have been able to do that without going off the rails. Now we're in control. Yeah. But it, it does get tiring, but we're in better shape for it. We get tiring, but look at all this activities we're doing (laughs) so much room for activities yeah no but seriously like because we can manage our time better because we are healthier because we do get like try to get good sleep and like we're being good with our bodies we can handle more but make no mistake we're doing more like a lot more Hmm. i hadn't thought about it like that that's why i wanted to bring it up yeah i hadn't thought about it like that i mean I think about my 25-year-old self in a 14-day a bender. Yeah, but would he have worked eight hours no, previously? No, he would have quit. No, exactly. <laughs> that's my point. That, that's going to say I work with a lot of 20-somethings, and sometimes, they, I'm sorry if you guys are listening to this, but sometimes it's going to be really annoying. <laughs> really, really whiny, really complainy. Yeah, that was that was me too, man. Yeah, And, yeah, you, much, and you, by oh, the yeah, way. Oh, yeah, much more in my 20s. Fuck well, yeah. When we're our 20s you don't give a shit that's we're we are realizing what work is we don't know what it is yet we're realizing it and it fucking sucks yeah work ain't no true fun. work sucks i'm not saying if you love what you do it's not, i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like hard work constantly for a wage sucks it'd be nicer if you didn't have to mm-hmm. yeah that's all yeah it's like that saying if you love your job set it free who comes back don't that's do not it. what they don't, say dude don't that's do it. not it man. Shame, shame on me um, fool me once but yeah shame on the dog and nuclear the horses well, apple the how was your oh. week i think i'm done nuclear <laughs> how was my week i don't yeah. know it was it was boring. They, boring they left me at home chained me up to the tree they didn't take me camping it's a big sham oh no well the week i guess we'll start because the episode came out last week last so, friday the first thing would have been the day before that going to see Banshee Tree was was a, a totally amazing, and it was the same thing. I worked really hard that day, die, that die, trying to get out early. Mama always said, "Work hard and get a box of chocolates." So, so wow, I worked really hard that day to get out early. Didn't get out early, barely. I'd like come home. I was gonna Uber. Ryder drove me and dropped me off. Had a blast. Uh, Michelle and Thomas came and stayed with us mm. from Banshee Tree, which was really. I stayed up to like two thirty in the morning with them when they showed up, and then got up four hours later, went to work again the next day, came home. Actually, I stayed at home that night because me and Ryder both got off late, and it was uh, the camping trip was really special because it is the first thing that the whole household has done together. Since the first year we moved up here when we mm, went to Cape Disappointment. You're Five right. years later, we finally all went because Simon went, Dar- Darbin, Darbin, Dar- <laughs> Darwin got to come along. It was just awesome. The whole household. Uh, that was funny. We locked up the house. I locked us out of the house. There would have been no way to get back in it until Mel returned home with the garage clicker. 
So that was funny. But I had a great ride with Ryder down Saturday morning. We met up with Cody and Bree and their little puppers, Amigos. And went His down. name is Amigo. Amigos. There's no S. Yeah, he's a rap dog. No. Amigos. No. Yeah. His name is Amigo. He is bad and bougie. Say it right. Like oh a house cat. God. Please say oh. it right. Just once. Okay, Amigo. Thank you. El Jefe. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we get down there, and it was just a weekend of nothing but fun. It, we, we were playing cornhole. There was frisbee golf. There's a volleyball court. There was ski ball. Uh, Badminton. Ski ball. Uh, ski ball, the one where you throw the ball with the catcher things. It's like high oh, lie, yes. but that's called ski track ball. ball. Well, track ball, <laughs> ski ball. It was called ski ball when it originally came out. Whatever it was. It was we the did ball that. throw a basket thing. Yeah. It was super fun. We just had so much fun there. And then all the families together, Jason and Audrey came with Simon and Darla. It was Darla's birthday. Happy 12th birthday Happy 12th again, birthday, Darla. Happy Darla. They all started back to school this week. We're seeing the cute pictures posted of first days of school. Mm-hmm. We got to hang out with Jen and Brady and Miles was Aww. there. And who else? Ben and Tiffany joined us. For an evening. Um, Chris Bryce, Bryce came That's along right, for the Bryce-y. camping. He camped with me and Ryder down below. Uh, Chris showed up to... Just hang with us, be family, and then Bless put on the out. most amazing like private show on the deck for us Sunday night. It was perfect that that was Sunday night. It was really to like perfect. cap off the weekend. Everybody was tired and ready to sit down and listen. And Chris is just so amazing with his emotions and music. It was just it was such a fun weekend. And that actually, I mean, after rolling in the gorge, like Aaron and Mel were saying, you know, we've been busy. This weekend was all about family. It really was. We love going to shows and everything, but shows are not relaxing. No. We got to relax. We got to cook. We all got to spend time. Like Mel was saying, we all integrated with all the group. Everybody was in little groups, like off here and there. And then you'd wander over the other group that was playing Frisbee golf or over here to the people that were doing other things. It was just such a great experience. And we were always together. Yeah. Yeah. We were together the whole time. And and they had a pool table. They had a ping pong table. I mean, Don's Mrs. place Pac-Man. at Tidewater is just such an amazing Heaven. place. And for him to share that with people is amazing. Yeah, a lot of people that have a place like that would want to protect, be like, mm, I'm not letting, I'm not taking off for the weekend and letting people stay here so thank you so much for that and after that this week has been integrating like aaron said it's hard to integrate back into the world because we just want to stay at those places especially when you're with loved ones you don't want to you just want to stay there and keep the bond tight so coming back this week it's been tough oh anytime taking i think anybody out there anytime you take time off of work that time doesn't just disappear when you return those eight hours you missed are waiting for you. <laughs> like, I'm still here. So so that's rolling throughout the week. But now we got uh, Circles Around the Sun tomorrow night. Going to be a nice little show at the Aladdin Theater. We're going to have a nice hangout again. Probably see some more family and reconnections. And that that's the thing, too, all these reconnections of stuff, like with Evan and Banshee Tree. I haven't seen them since summer 2019. And it, it, it was like not missing a beat. As soon as we seen them, faces light up. Everybody looks a little 
Everybody looks a little more tired and a little bit older because this has been a tough couple of years. Except Michelle. But, you look beautiful. Well, yeah, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. She keeps it on point there. So, but I don't know. Just, just amazing. And now this weekend, we actually have a little bit of a chill with Jasper, baby of the world Aww. here. What is it? Adam and Sid are going to the gorge to see Tame and Paula tomorrow yep. night while we're at Circles. And then we'll be coming home to the baby, baby all weekend. That's right. Into next week. And then rolling <laughs> on into going to Red Rocks in Colorado for the first time all together. That's to right. To see our first show. Oh my God. Nate, hold on to your hat. Yeah. And get to see Nate and <laughs> Megan hang out. Grand Poobah, the No Simple Road family. Yeah. And the weather's changing. That's my other favorite thing this week. Is It's been a roller coaster, I think, for the whole entire country of weird weather, unusually hot weather, different storms and everything. And now we're, we're here in the Pacific Northwest rolling into fall. It's going to come quick. Within three weeks from now, it's going to be the hills will look like they're on fire from all the yellows and reds yeah, and not oranges. from actual fire. No, that's what I'm clarifying yeah. with the leaves on yeah. the trees, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> not fire. No, we got enough of that going around. Mm -hmm. And bless all those people out there dealing with that yes. stuff, man. Yeah, man. That's a tough thing going on in a lot of places. And uh, yeah, the world's crazy right now. And it's nice to have music and connections back and we got to embrace that. Love it. I saw a post today. Um, a guy was like recapping fish tour and he, he said something that like, I guess I kind of knew it, but I, I didn't think about it in those terms. He said, this was the most, um, topsy turvy tour ever. The, moments that you didn't know if it was going to continue before it started not knowing if it was even going to happen shows being canceled and moved the same day um feeling Classic. feeling weird and not at the same time yeah. with everything like i i and he really was like succinct with how he broke down the way that it all felt and and at the end of all of it, he was like, but through all of it, Fish persevered, made sure that the entire tour went went down without a hitch, thanks to, to all the crew for helping keep them safe and do everything that they did. And this is exactly what we all needed after the last two years, yeah. a year and a half or however I fuck. That's why that. I love we all, including... Trey and the boys. Yeah, no, they he needed that, it yeah. exactly. probably more than we did. Yep, and it was just a really beautifully put bit that I saw on social media today, and and I couldn't, I could not agree more with that sentiment, man. It was like <clears throat> perfectly stated, and you know, man, the the whole thing about like integrating back, I. I felt like that every time I've ever gone on vacation, like Mel and I went to Hawaii when we were living in Vegas. I was like, how can I figure out how to move to Hawaii and have a coffee plantation? Like, <laughs> anytime I left, I wanted to figure out how to stay left. Yeah. It's always, yeah, it's always something, but I don't want to come back from it's just, fun times. it just really feels different nowadays after everything that has happened and the, the way that the impermanence of, life and time has been impressed on at least me. I, I know a lot of you out there too have feel different about things. 
Like there's only so much time. And the, the whole, um, you know, when you say you're spending time doing something, mm-hmm. yeah, you really are fucking spending, spending it. time. Yeah. You, you have you a only have finite so much amount. Time. You are spending your bank account of time doing a thing. And guess yeah, what? We're doing it right guess now. what money can't buy. Right. Mm-hmm. More time. time. Anyway, let's do the business. Let's get them to the, to the episode. What do you guys say? Welcome to the business. This this is I say business yes, because they're going to love this episode. Yeah, you guys are going to dig this. And I just heard the beginning of it because you accidentally mm-hmm. went over. And he did his homework and he knew our names and was so cute and like jazzed and like ready well, he for listens, it. He listened to the show, so he knew us. That was like, Yeah, what? but some people, that he just the way that he he came correct. Michael came correct, yeah, and did. I am so appreciative of, like, that we got to know him. I like, I'm grateful that I got to know you, Michael, and your, just your beautiful brain, and you're such a loving dad, and you do looks like and seems like you do everything with all that you have, and that's a really great trait. So thanks for being on the show, and thanks for being uh, letting our audience meet you. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Yeah, thanks for being gracious with your time, Michael. And um, I yeah. just while well, you're saying that, the perfect like song it would be inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, because he was the very inspirational mm-hmm. for sure. So follow No Simple Road on all the social media platforms. All, all of them. No Simple Road. You can on Facebook. There is the No Simple Road family group that you can join. Also. We are in Facebook jail for whatever reason. I don't know. Some posts Who back knows? in 2018. I was looking stuff. to buy a parking pass in Eugene. Somehow that's illegal How on dare YouTube. dare you, sir? I'm not YouTube on Facebook, but whatever. Also, Instagram and Twitter at No Simple Road, like I said. Also, listen, talking about this whole like uh, work, not work, you know, day job, no day job, No Simple Road full time thing. Here's the deal, y'all. We have these musicians that we all love. We listen to their music, right? We support them. We buy their albums. We buy their merch, posters. We go to tours. We buy tickets to their shows. Then what happens is they get to keep making music that we dig, and then the cycle continues, and we support them. So basically, you are a patron of Fish or Dead & Company or Umphreys McGee or Michael Palmazano on his YouTube channel. You become a small part of how that person gets to continue putting their creativity out into the world that you enjoy that that you partake of on the reg so if you are a regular listener of no simple road i i'm imploring you please i knew you were gonna use that word somehow yeah implore do i win something (laughs) no i just i was i was even gonna say it because i wanted uh, i implore you go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and help support the show, i.e. me, Mel, and Apple, and Darwin, who's snoring on the floor, so that we can continue doing the show, putting out episodes, and that when the time comes for me to step back from my day job, it is not walking off a cliff and smashing my head on the rocks below, okay? Um, I'm not putting that on you guys, but that's how this system that we're in and this game that we're playing works. So I need your help to manifest that thing and guess what it's already happened i'm just waiting for you guys to catch up with me so patreon.com forward slash no simple road 
is how you can support the show with as little as a buck a month <coughs> or as much as you want. Um, so you want to know how else you can support the show? How, Mel? If you listen on Apple Music, or even if you don't listen on Apple Music, you can still go on Apple and click the five-star button mm-hmm. and leave a review. That'd be so cool. Yep. You'd be like, listen to an episode, and you'd be like, you know what? That really helped me. And then you go on Apple, and you're like, boom, five stars. And then you click on write a review, and you're like, you know what? I love you guys. That episode helped me. Thank you so much for having so-and-so on. You guys rock. Forever listener. I Boom. Just, I just heard the Golden Girls theme in my head when you said that. Thank well, you for being. We all well, know. However you want to say it. review in my head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But okay, so anyway, do do that. If you don't, if you if you can't kick down right now on Patreon, so what? Leave us a review. Yeah, well, hey, then hey, kick hey, down some words. since August 12th. Wait a minute. Yeah, so I saw that. Come on, people. I, I forgot please. something. Hold, hold the phone. You always it, forget something. If it's you, not news. If you oh. don't want to go do the monthly thing on Patreon, totally get it if you want to hook the show up with a one-time gift you can uh paypal us at no simple road at gmail.com that is our paypal and we gladly accept tips offers (laughs) okay okay babe they know they know to leave us money and also if you want to he's busking yeah yeah he's busking right now guys i was trying to move on aaron is rolling his eyes over here if you want to call the tepid line the number is 971-808-1524 that number again 971-808-1524 yep you can call in leave a show review leave a tour review one of you out there went to 19 shows garrett and you could call 971-808-1524 and leave a tour review if you, you know went, went to, to a bunch of you shows know went to 14 shows who tommy tell us about one of them come on man know, we, right? mi- we missed you at the gorge buddy yes we did yeah. tommy because i saw all those beautiful pictures you posted of wherever you were at and it looked like fun and missed you this year so yeah that's the tepid line if you call in we'll play it on the show you could. It doesn't have to be a tour review. It could be a, a, a recipe, a story about your dog, how to grow tomatoes better. I don't care. Just call it. We'll play it on the show. That's yeah. what we'll do. You can also go to www.nosimpleroad.com and go to the gear tab or the merch tab. It's the merch tab, not a gear tab anymore. And there's No Simple Road merch there. You can get hoodies and t-shirts and those dope, dope ass fanny, fanny packs. packs. I want one of those things. I, know, I don't John know why I haven't bought myself. I when I saw too. Bryce's, I was like, "Wait, Bryce has what? One? Yeah, yeah." Bryce was wearing one at the gorge. Uh, John B was like, had what, one. I what, thought too. Yeah. So those are super cool, and those metal no simple road coffee mugs are super cool too. Yeah, they are. So yeah, go go over there, check that you stuff know, out. It's pretty cool when we see our like friends, family, listeners wearing our gear that we haven't seen yet or have ourselves, and it's like. Getting jealous of our own gear. I've yeah. done it several times. Like, the what? fuck did you get that? I like, ordered from it on your, your from website. Your gear, Why do you dude? have that? Like, like, <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe I should get one. Yeah, maybe you should. Um, yeah, so that's the whole merch thing. And then um, if you want to find out where we're going to be, you can go to nosimpleroad.com. And there's a calendar of events there. And come hang out with the family. And I think our next event is tomorrow, or today, tonight. Uh, the Aladdin Theater, which we mentioned earlier, is circles around the sun. The cats, next cats, next week, cats. we will be seeing cats and green sky bluegrass at Red Rocks. So if you're going to be there, shoot us a DM and let's hook up. Let's hang out. And uh, Nate, looking forward to hanging out. I thought you said you were going to get him to the interview. We are. We're doing it right now. We're doing the business. And I think the business is done. Did we forget anything? Wait, how was your week? 
Oh. All right, here we go, you guys. <laughs> Michael Palmasano on deck. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Michael Palmasano. So it's um, is it is it Aaron Mel and you go by Apple? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. What? Got I it. like it. He introduced us. <laughs> we didn't have to do right it. Right on. And we have Michael with us, don't we? Or do you go by Mike? Or what do you go by? I, I go by Michael. Michael. Right on, Michael. How you doing, man? How's your day going? Dude, it's been great. We um, I uh, if you didn't know, I have uh, I have four boys, ten, seven, four, and one, and wow. and uh, we took them to the first baseball game here in Baltimore. That's where I got my my O's thing on. Um since before the pandemic so oh, we're wow. just oh i saw your post from camden yard or, or uh yeah from the not camden yard the camden yard yeah 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 it's, yeah it's, camden it's, yard it's, okay it's it's camden yards yeah that's uh, i'm glad you saw that video that's funny i um yeah i was i was gonna make the announcement um some other way but <laughs> uh but i was like you know what we're going to the baseball game i'm just gonna go you know, step over to the side here and make this video and post it. And that's the beauty of 2021. You can just take a 4k video on your phone and upload it to YouTube in 30 seconds and then just, you know, get a hot dog and go give it to your <laughs> seven. <years. laughs> Dude, that, that had to be amazing. Did you go with all the boy, all the whole family went, you got out and had hot dogs and the whole experience it, of the smells of the ballpark. And, Oh man, it was, it was great. Yeah. And my, uh, uh, my dad and his wife met us there and, mm. and, you know, they obviously with the whole pandemic thing, you know, the grand, you know, parents didn't get to see the grandkids much uh. and so on and so forth. And it, uh, yeah, it just kind of felt like real life. I've been to, um, you know, a couple shows, uh, since the, everything kind of lifted and this was the first, you know, big sporting event. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have, have been out much at, at all, you know, since things have kind of calmed down, but it's such a, positive celebratory environment everybody's so happy to be out yes. doing things we, yes we just cut an intro for this week's episode before we talked to you and okay uh, that's exactly what we were just talking about man like we went and saw um the infamous string dusters and yonder mountain string band last week nice and, and that was nice. our first show in 16 months michael like right, right. dude and it was it was diff- it was weird like Yes, celebratory. Yes, exciting. Yes, it was a blast. But I have to say, like for myself anyway, like the first quarter of the show was an adjustment of yeah. like figuring out how to be in public again. <laughs> it's well, weird. You know what's funny it is it's it's not just us. Um, so I was having this conversation. I was. So at Camden Yards, there's a playground there uh, for the kids to play when they get squirrely in their seats, which of course they're going to do. Yeah, of course. Right. So you take so you take the kids to the playground, and my one, my youngest son is 18 months old. Right, he was born basically the the week before the world shut down, so oh, like last no. March. Oh no! Okay. And so and so he was was getting all bent out of shape with kids bumping into him. Oh, and yeah. you know, and and not having to wait for the slide, and he's just losing his shit, right? <laughs> and and uh, this other mom was there. She's like, "What's uh, you know, does he have brothers?" I was like, "Yeah, he's got brothers, he's got sisters, but he's he's never been in public before, Aww. you know, oh, wow. like like he's he spent the whole first year and a half of his life in quarantine, 
this is the first time he's been around lots of people, you know? Just well, if think you need somebody that. to talk yeah, to, that. he can call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of sad. I know where you're coming from. My sister had a baby in January of 2020, so just a few months older than your baby. And right. they don't, what, they're not seeing anybody. And when they are, they're covered up. Their mouth is covered up. It's it's weird. People like little kids in the store, when, I, when I'm at work, they are happy but reluctant. And you can kind of see everybody just... It, it's just like a, such a strange thing that, like you said, there's people that are happy, super stoked, like, hell yeah, let's tear it up. Yeah. And then there's people that are like, uh, excuse me, um, uh, so, <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, you yeah, know, it's just such a an adjustment for everybody. It, it is. And another interesting thing, not not to keep going down this road, no, no, but, <laughs> but but, um, you know, so much of how we communicate mm. is nonverbal. And so yes. much of childhood development is based on learning facial expressions and and how people are reacting to the environment and what you said or what you did or behavior like in real time. Right. And so the first, you know, to have the first couple of years of your life, everybody covered in masks. Right. And you can't develop the basic body language like, yeah. like you and I can tell, you know, the instant like the way someone squints their eye or like turns the corner of their mouth we can tell the instant whether we made a connection or we did something wrong or we're on the right path or whatever and that is a, a key component of childhood development that has been um stifled for yeah. a lot of kids mm -hmm. and so, I mean, obviously they'll catch up their kids it's not sure. a big deal but but, but it's true it's a, it's a weird position that we're all in and, and coming out of hopefully for good. And, uh, absolutely. You know, man, I just, you say you got four boys. Wow. Right there as well. How do you like, <laughs> we, we, we had two kids. My, my daughter's 26. My son is not almost 19. Right. And, uh, I can't, I don't, how do you do what you do? You're as far as like your YouTube channel goes. Just the reaction stuff. You are prolific. Like there's a, there's a, I'm fucking scrolling for 10 minutes of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how do you find the time to, to squeeze that in? Well, it is my job. Um, okay. and I, I have been, and we can go through as much backstory, whatever you want, but I, I've been a, a, an online educator full time since 2013. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, the YouTube thing is is um, honestly it's it's relatively new for me. I, I made five hundred some videos uh, for seven years that never got any traction, and then this React thing, um, it just kind of happened. You know, if you never if you never quit and you never give up and you just keep showing up, eventually you figure out how to make things work for you and whatever time you're alive. Right? It's just kind of true, mm -hmm. and. And so that that is a, a recent occurrence. So I have been um, juggling many balls uh, for a very, very long time and squeezing in time to make videos and and teach. And I say all that to say that making the actual videos and being um, uh, on camera is its own completely different skill set and since i had made before the react series even happened since i made 
at least 500 YouTube videos um, and uh, a dozen, maybe 15 courses uh, that are all video for my website for my students prior to all of that. I've gotten very comfortable on camera and I've, you know, really dug deep and found out a lot about myself in that process. And I realized that what works is, is authenticity and being genuine, which is why I don't edit. And <laughs> you see me one take everything. Right. And so the answer to your question is I just go downstairs and do it. And then I hit the button and then I go back upstairs and, change diapers or you know answer 100 emails okay. or whatever wow. it's hell it's, yeah it's it's literally that's what it is um when i'm film courses uh it's different you know i plan it out i i get a videographer i i do the whole thing like when people are paying it's a it's a it's not that lazy fair like to shoot from the hip thing right but for youtube for the reaction videos I mean, I'm sure you've noticed. I mean, sometimes my hair is all over the place. I might have like, you know, <laughs> bit up on my shirt. You know, I might like, and 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 I share what happened that day. Like your house got <laughs> flooded. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. I, I don't. I don't. I don't filter anything. I don't edit anything. Um, and uh, honestly, that's that's pretty much it. But I will say, it's very very difficult. Uh, and it, and it, and it got very difficult, especially during the pandemic when I you're saw. doing, when you're, yeah, right. When you're doing recording, uh, and you work from home, you can only film essentially when they're asleep or gone. And if they don't go anywhere for 18 months uh. and you have a new baby that doesn't sleep, <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's just, you, you get what you get, man. <laughs> This, so the, wow. the, there's a lot there that, well first of all there's a new appreciation for you so thank you so much for what you do yeah and i appreciate you guys seriously you yeah, yeah man, this, this is, cool. is super, super cool. cool i i've been watching for a while man like when the pandemic started and i i, I work for a communications company here in portland okay and uh we we started working from home and uh i found myself like watching YouTube all day. Yeah. And it, the algorithm started giving me your stuff more often. I, I already knew who you were. I'd seen you before, but like it started throwing you into my algorithm all the time. Mm -hmm. And I would put you on and find myself two hours later being like, Oh shit. I didn't do any work. Like <laughs> <laughs> going to the next video that it recommends. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and so like, that's what I, YouTube wants, man. Yeah, I, I am not a a uh, accomplished musician. I I'm a campfire guitar player. Okay, I can pluck a Great. few chords. Great. But the thing about what you do, even though you're talking theory, and like two thirds of what you're saying is completely over my head, mm -hmm. I'm still like engaged and and like wanting to know what the next thing you're going to pull out is going to be. So even if it's, if it's doing this, I'm still sucked in by it. And it felt like I was hanging out with somebody. If that makes yeah. any weird kind you know, of sense. It, 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 it really does. And I will tell you, um, the reason, the reason that I made so many videos on YouTube that didn't work 
was because I was trying to be uh, what I saw other people having success with and not trying to be me. And what mm. you see on these React videos when I finally like, essentially found my voice, what that means is I felt comfortable just sharing who I am. What you're really seeing is what it was like when I taught private students for, you know, seven or eight years, you know, doing 50, 60 students a week. When we were together in a room for a half an hour and you brought a track and that's, that is literally what you get. And that is a, um, that is a skill set to be able to look at the camera lens and hold contact and breathe and not rush your thoughts the way you would with a student in a room. Mm, it took, okay. it took me many years many to be years. able to, to be able to uh, really be the same person to this inanimate object as if you were actually in that room with me. And what you're seeing is literally what I would be like mm. if, if you were any of the students that came forever. And it took, it's just such a ridiculous thing because it took me so long to figure out this blatantly obvious thing, like just be you and people will like you and that's the thing. But it took a very long time. Um, but I did learn how to uh, uh, be exactly who I am on camera. And I think that that can, I think that that conveys. It does. Yes. What? And, and, and I really appreciate you saying that. For real, um, man. Because it's, it, 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 I know I'm like very like loose about it, but it's been, a, it's been, it's been almost nine years of me doing this to get mm. to this comfort level of being like, you know what, this is me. This is who I am. Was there a point where it, where you felt that it switched for you where you're not like just trying to make it happen where you're like, Oh, this is, this is me right now. This is it. This is what I've been. It's another level. You don't feel like you're doing anything. You just feel like you're being yourself. It, um, you know, it happened. It happened as soon as I started the react series. I, wow. and I, and I, and I had flirted with, I used to call them desk sessions and I did a couple here and there of, um, you know, this is how I learn a song. This is whatever. And, and I remember when I did those a few years ago, uh, you know, people from, you know, my students would, would message me and be like, this is great. You should do more of these. Like my sponsors at, at, at Paul Reed Smith guitars would message me and be like, dude, no one's doing those. You should do those. But I never like, got it i never thought about it and um when i started the react series which we can talk about how that happened but mm -hmm. i i kind of stumbled into it um the flood the flood of affirmation from people that i gave me that feeling that i used to feel when i was in a room when i was a teacher um when you're just like man i, I moved the needle Today. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like I'm, I made a dent in this 14 year old person's heart today. Like this, like this, wow. this young girl is hooked. They're a musician now, you know, for life, like that feeling, oh. you know, like, like that as a teacher that you crave that like, it's the reason you do it. You know, as soon as I started doing the react series, I could tell by not just the, the metrics, the views and things like that, but I could tell by the actual language people were using in the comments and when they emailed me, how they started sharing things about their life that was uh, that I didn't ask for. And it resonated in a familiar way, which I knew from being a teacher. And it, 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 I, I was just like, OK, 
I know it, the whole channel can't become like this whole thing, which it kind of has. Uh, but, <laughs> but, 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 but I, but I was, I was, I was like, this is, this is it. Like this, this finally <sighs> is unique to me and it works and it's like uh, an uncompromising whatever. And I'm just, I'm grateful, man. I'm so like gratitude is the overwhelming feeling. Like I just, I, I feel like I've been given a, a real gift because I, I chose education. I love education. Um, and to have it be, uh, global and, and, and to have it be just overwhelmingly positive all the time with like basically no negativity and just a tremendous community. It, it, I know I'm rambling here, but it like no. it 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 changed. It it motivates and inspires me to do more. Wow. You know, it, it it's had the, it's had the 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 opposite effect that I thought. You know what I mean? I, so there's not like that freaky weird like oh my god I have responsible for so much I don't want to do this. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. So I'll I'll, I mean obviously as a musician we're all master procrastinators. And we, yeah, it's just a thing. Um, and artists, creatives in general, you know, we, we, we can spend 10 days thinking, what should we do? What should we care about? What should we think about? What should we make instead of just like doing something and do, you know, more of what works and less of what doesn't. We're like deeply impractical in those th- senses. Yep. And, and I always knew that, I was grateful for being a teacher and having a very busy schedule um, because I knew I was going to have the guitar in my hands for six to eight hours a day, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew I was going to continue to get better. So even, even years ago when I was, you know, teaching in person constantly, a very large part of it um, was, was that, was that accountability to myself that like, if the students are going to keep showing up, I have to keep showing up Mm. and I have to keep getting better. That's a big piece of it. And now that it's, it's digital and it's very, it's very large and it's around the world. um, I feel that even more so. So now I wake up and, and I like, I work hard and it's, it shows. I appreciate that. And it's, and it, but, but it, but it's, it goes both ways. It's like, um, I'm trying to motivate and encourage people to just, when you walk into your house, we all have the stress of life, like, and every, every reason to not pick it up, just pick it up, just keep it in your hands and you'll get just a little bit better every day. And this is a journey of a lifetime to share and enjoy with everybody, right? This, that, that's what we do. Um, but me kind of preaching that also empowers me to to take my own advice and to keep doing it mm. and the bigger and the bigger it gets the more i find myself with it in my hands actually trying to get better and so it's like this cycle it's, I, I it's, get it. it's amazing i you get it I'll t- i was just saying what, what hooks hooked me with you two from aaron is because there's a lot of reaction videos and stuff is what everything you've just been saying you had your gratitude comes through your excitement in every video, right. your your appreciation for the music, no matter who you're listening to, you yeah. get so excited like we do. I mean, we're all so excited to hear music. And I, I was just telling Aaron before we came in and stuff, I was out there watching you uh, break down another Billy String. I was like, I think my favorite is his reactions to Billy Strings. 
because awesome. because you're like right there. That's pushing you. You're like, oh, I got that. Oh shit, what did he do? What is this that. kid? Damn, he's a man. And you you do that too with like Jake from Umphrey. The Umphrey's ones yeah. are great. It's yeah. like you'll be in the middle of it. And you're like, damn, they're good. Hold on, let's do that again. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> And, and yeah. that was a feat too. In fact, Aaron said he was going to introduce you, but we forgot yeah. that the the latest member of Umphrey's McGee. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing to see, and then for you to have the I don't even know how to describe it, the the hutzpah, whatever to go back and critique yourself and run it down with the band. Out my that, mistakes, yeah, and your mistakes, yeah. And we would have never that. caught that shit, man. I, I would have never heard it. I love what you said. Too. You're like, you're going to make a mistake. The sooner you do it, then you're done with it. Then you can get oh, on good. with it. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. let's get your mistake out of the way type thing. And that with a band that's that, that technical to hear you break that down, down to the, like the eye language, everything going on was just amazing to watch. Well, I I really appreciate that, and and those guys, I mean, tremendous. Um, yes, and and they were so incredibly kind to me and generous. Um, you have to you have to remember, um, these bands haven't seen me play, you know, live. Like I can, I'm on, I'm on the internet, you know, and I and I love being on the internet. I've chosen the internet. Um. Uh, but, you know, to have a band like that, allow someone to sit in, invite them unrehearsed um, just from having an Internet relationship where there's no real like lengthy, good quality footage of me playing live, even though I've played tons and tons of gigs is is really, in my mind, really something I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm lacking the adjective. Yeah. But but <laughs> so they, it's just but they, from the Internet then. The, the connection between you and them? Well, well, I honestly, you know, I, I really connected with Jake, you okay. know, St- Stasic too. Oh, yeah, but I think, but I think people that, um, guitar players have personality types, right? And, and you know, when you're talking to one of your own. Mm, mm. Yeah. And, okay. and, and, I think the reason that that we didn't figure out what tune we were doing before or have any rehearsals or, or anything like that or 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 worried at all about how it was going to work out is because I think that we just like knew who we were talking to and it would be fine. Um, as simple as it might seem, I really think that that's the case. So. Um, so anyway, one, totally grateful for that, like amazing. I'm hoping that I get to do that with tons of bands that'd be the best thing ever that'd to have the so digital awesome. bridge yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah um two though to your point i'm circling back around uh the reason i chose to go back and do a reaction of my own performance is because in all of my videos i speculate right i'm oh. i'm taking a very educated guess okay. about what the musicians may or may not be thinking um, based on my education and experience. But when I watch myself, I know exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, 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 so sharing that in, in, you know, my new detail, I think it's like a 30 minute video or something, a 38 yeah. minute mm-hmm. video um, is extremely educational um, 
or just or it, like th that is something I have never seen anybody do online. And so when people started pinging me, be like, dude, you have to do it. We want to know what you were thinking. Of course, I was hesitant, but I was like, no, this is a this is a, a really strong teaching moment. Um, because like I said in the video, it's not about being great or whatever. It's about the mindset and it's about mm. overcoming adversity and your own feelings of self-doubt. It's about playing to your own strengths. It's about listening. And these are all things that I speculate in my videos, but to have it be like for sure and for true and for real and be able to share it and have like the proof that everybody can watch I mean, I can't tell you how many messages and emails I got from people that were like, that was the video. That's the best thing I've seen as far as guitar instruction online, because no one actually knows what you're actually thinking. And you just said it, you yeah, know, yeah. and then when you and when and you go back and watch it, you can after you go through it, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see how that didn't work. That did. We did more of that, less of that. And it's just something that I you know, people do to themselves, you know, they listen to their own recordings, but they don't share it, you know? It's and all I, in I just, here, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and as, as an educator, I was like, I was like, this is just, this is, I, Gold. I have to do this. Well, you took well, it to another level, and, really. And another thing you said, and I remember that made an impression was, and we've heard, we interviewed several artists that have said this, there was a point in it where you're like, the right there, I, I took my hands off the guitar and had to kind of resettle yeah. it. I found myself thinking. Yes. When I found myself thinking, then I got off track. Kind of like we've said before, it's like like when you're meditating, it's like, oh shit, I'm meditating. All of a sudden, you're pulled out of it. Yep. But I like that way you say it. it's like I found myself thinking, had to like take it off for a second, and then back to it. Well, and those are all, those are all. Um, uh, you can vehicles isn't the right word, but it's a uh, devices that. Um, all of us musicians kind of have that we go back to um, and that we kind of, they're kind of like our safety nets and anchors when we, when we get, uh, when we get lost. So like one that I always preach and I, I go at on at length on my website over and over again is that, uh, hold on. Oh my God. Hold on a second. Yeah, do you say that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's just, I forgot to turn my phone off. That's anyway. Okay. So, so one of the things I go, I go on at length about, which I, I have learned over time um, is that when you find yourself in that zone and you find yourself feeling busy and, 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 you know, you're not weightless anymore. You know, you feel like you got a thousand pounds tied to you. You don't just take your hands off and breathe. You know, guitar players have this syndrome that other, that other musicians don't really have. We tend to focus very, very heavily um, on on so it's like the basics of, of, of music is like rhythm harmony and melody we're, we're so harmony oriented this is in this key you can play this scale and right um i always take my hands off and i think not what to play but i reset and i start first i take a deep breath and I say when to play mm -hmm. so where is there space for me you know like literally where like a percussionist and then once you find your spot in the mix that you can find rhythmically, then I always start with, okay, where is there some type of simple melody where I can add something memorable? Because those are the two things that as guitar players, 
we always forget when we end up in noodle land, right? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the thing, yeah. right? So take your hands off, take a deep breath. Instead of what, think when. And then two, can you play something that people remember in the car on the way home, mm-hmm. right? People whistle. Mm-hmm. People don't whistle chords. They don't whistle, you know, ar- 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 arpeggios and sweet nonsense. People whistle, you know, three, four, five notes at a time that get stuck in their head. And that's always when I find myself being too much of a guitar player, I'm like, okay, can I get, can I get there? And wow. this is all like in okay. a split second yeah. kind of that's, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying that kind of internal dialogue, that mantra, all musicians have their own version of that um, in some way, shape or form. Right. I, I, I just, um, that's, that's just always been my crutch. And, and and frankly, it is for most guitar players. We're just like, oh, yeah, just play A minor all day. Just, you know, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and, and you, you forget it. You forget it. Right. I, here's, here's the thing, though. Okay. I've been running around going to concerts for my entire adult life. And right. mainly in the vein of the jam band thing. Sure. But, but I, I, I listen to everything. I know you're a Tool fan, though. But yeah, I love Tool. Love it. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, what your videos have done for me, personally, is... What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. You have taught me a language that I didn't know existed on mm. on the stage. So mm. I'll just I'm going to use fish as an example. Go for it. Um, there, the jams are so long and when you're at a show and you're watching them jam, it seems like telepathy when they'll turn a corner together. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I'm like, it's either telepathy or they've been in a practice room f- f- 19 hours a day for the last 40 years. Like there's no way you could do that and not be synced up. And I, and I do know that there is some of that involved in playing music. There is a thing that happens between musicians that's of course unspeakable, but the eye contact, the signals with trills and different scales. I didn't know any of that shit. So watching your videos made me start listening to music differently. You know, I, I love that, man. I, I appreciate that. I, um, you know, and, and the reason that I, I only do live music is because I, I've always basically only been into live music. You know, even, I, I mean, the vast majority of records I've ever purchased have been live records. I mean, I, I, I you know, I appreciate good studio, you know, work, but right. I'm a, I'm a live guy. Like I want to play live. Like I, I, that's, that's, that's the point of all of this is live. <laughs> and, um, and uh, so it is, it is absolutely my pleasure 
to point out these things that only happen live. Um, and I think that it's very easy for the non-musician to think that all is possible. There's like, there's unlimited everything and the sounds that we're hearing could be anything. And that when they change together on a dime, that, that it could be telepathy or something like that. But the real truth of it is there's only 12 notes in Western music. And, and, and after that, they just start repeating. And what we consider something that sounds good or recognizable um, comes down to a string of seven notes of those 12 in one key, right? That's what makes, that's what, that's what makes a key. And of those seven notes, there's really only one note that, or sorry, I'll, I'll make it simpler. Of those seven notes, or those 12 possible notes uh-huh. in the C, but of the seven in a key, there's only three functions in music. There is tonic, which is home base. There's sub-dominant, which means away from home, for lack of a better word, and dominant, which means you have to go home. So there's only three vibes in, 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 in harmony, in Western harmony. You're there. You're the complete release of all musical tension. You're going somewhere, meaning we left. We don't know where we're going. We're going somewhere. And there's dominant, which is we're going home. I must go home. And if you know the language of each of those, right, you can imply to your bandmates with one of those seven notes in the key placed at the appropriate time because you understand where you are and what time it is Uh that you can say, it's time to go over there, you know? And maybe, maybe your keyboard player is dragging his ass a little bit and you might have to, and you might have to hit that leading tone six or seven times before he picks his head up and he goes, Oh, now. Okay. Now. And then you go. (laughs) Right. But that's how it works. Wow. So I, my, my mind is blown. Give me a second. It's it's still, yeah, it's still a secret language. but But the point is, is that it's, it's pretty simple. Okay. There's this, there's this, there is it, but but you only get comfortable with the simplicity with time and experience. It doesn't, you don't, you don't just, you know, uh, have the ability to do this in real time without totally like crapping the bed like dozens of times. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you know, like, like it's just, it's just true. Um, but anybody that plays live a lot and sits in with a bunch of different people um, knows just, knows that that's basically the case and, and, and how those things connect and all of the other notes around it and colors and embellishments are simply that they're colors and embellishments. When you have a a practical foundation of how harmony changes, it's really just three phases. It's tonic, subdominant and dominant and you're home, you're going away from home, you're going back towards home. And everything else is just colors on top of that. And you can change it in a different key. You can spice it up or whatever. But if you know, if you train yourself to listen to function, chord function, you know, of 
why something wants to go somewhere or create tension or release tension. I mean, that's the game. Right. And, and that's, that's that's what like I've, I've asked a couple of guys in the past. God, I wish I could remember who it was. Um, what's more important chops or ear ear. And that was the answer. Every single one of them says ear always. Yeah. One of the, one of the biggest, and again, people have a lot of different goals. Um, and this is a great segue into the dead. Um, but you know, not all musicians have the same goal and the same intent. Mm -hmm. Um, there are many musicians, you know, where, uh, the one that comes to mind, like right off the bat, obviously is like Ingve Malmsteen, okay. where, where it's clearly chops for days mm-hmm. or, or for light years, <laughs> but the entire band is our hired guns that play an exact specific part to be the foundation for Ingve to be Ingve and Ingve is is you know he he's ultra he's ultra everything but those other guys they are locked in there's very specific parts and they go from town to town to town and it's the same show town to Oof. town to town to town it's a completely different it's a completely different intent like they're they're the band is listening to Ingve. But if any of those guys don't do exactly what he wants them to do, they get fired and he gets a new guy. Gets <laughs> yeah, right, right. right? Yeah. It's a completely different frame of mind um, where like, obviously like jam stuff um, and jazz and, and, and so many other free form or pseudo free form kind of genres, the listening uh, is, is part of it. You know, the, the intent isn't to bring the same product to each town. Mm-mm. The intent, the intent is to have a different product, a different experience, a different moment, every single moment to moment, everywhere you go for the, for, for, for the duration of the time that you play music, you know, and that is something that I never got until I, I, I got into the dead. And that that's like one of the main reasons it took me so long because at the core of why I didn't get it and why I think a lot of people uh, that don't get it, uh, don't get it is that the actual, the actual impetus, like the intent of the band and the music. And of course the community that surrounds it and the listeners that, you know, it demands, it demands a certain kind of listener is different. Yeah. It's different. It, 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 it's, I, I don't know another way to put it, but it's, you know, I come from a, a hard rock, heavy metal kind of background before I got into bluegrass. And, um, I love that. like, again, again, tool, perfect example, right. Or, or, you know, they go city to city. L- amazing. I'll never miss a tool show if they come close. One of my best favorite bands ever, but their intent is to go, from city to city, they got a whole light show. It's choreographed with the songs. It is the same product taken from Baton Rouge to Madison Square Gardens to Portland, Oregon, to wherever. And you get to see that production like a play. Like right. that, yeah. that right, play. Right. Okay. That play is 
like that theater show or, or symphony or whatever, that is, is a moving thing where like the dead and the bands that they inspired, the intent is totally different. Okay. We, we can play, we can play a song Tuesday at, at 100 beats per minute and it could be 120 on Thursday. You know, it could be eight minutes or it could be 12 and a half minutes. You know, we could, we could throw in two more choruses if we want to. You know, it's a, it's a whole different thing. And that was like, to, now that I've, I've had enough time, some reflection, that was the biggest thing that I think uh, kept me off the bus for last, lack of a better word. Um, That's because the term. I, because, because I always, I, I just grew up in that world where it's just like, this is your show. It's it, like, this is the click. You're here yeah. to hear. <clears throat> and if it's not perfect, someone else is taking your gig. Bam. End of story. I get it. And for me, it was like, once I got into the dead, dude, talking to you is a trip because you're, you're helping like quantify or qualify some things that like, once I got into the dead, I had a really hard time listening to other types of music be- mm. because of what you're talking about. I yeah. would be looking for that intent in other things and not finding it and being like, this sucks when it really didn't suck. It was just different. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. And it, um, you know, wow. obviously I'm on like a journey to like get to the real stuff within me, the real stuff within the music, you know, like always get to the core, you know, the intent, like the, 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 the reason any of this is, is happening, you know? And I, I, as I really feel that way, especially about the dead, like it is very visceral. It's, palpable like i can just feel that um it's not supposed to be like all these other things which we might love and we cherish like it is it is supposed to be this fluid you know non-specific you know feeling of togetherness that's kind of like what it's supposed to be yes and it's different and and it's not just the music, it's the fucking lyrics too. Robert Hunter oh, man. is, is <laughs> my man, dude. You it, know, I, it, you know, it's, it borders on surreal. Yeah. Hunter's well, and, shit and, is surreal. And, and I love that. I love that he never really told anybody else in the band what the hell anything was about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the mystery I fucking love the mystery. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I like how, how it, like I can see the people, but at the same time, I know those people will look different to other people, you know, like in the stories, there's so much, there's so much magic in the nuance. Um, and, and the, the, the lyrics, some, somehow, somehow the lyrics and the music meld together in this, in this way where it's just like, it's just floating. It's just floating on air. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know another way to put it. And that's a great way to put it. And, and I'm just, I'm just, honestly, I'm, I'm grateful at that. It found me at a time when I needed it the most. What happened? So this is, Oh, this is how the whole react <laughs> thing happened. Oh, um, okay. Perfect. Tie yeah, that yeah, into, yeah. cause you were going to talk about that. Yeah. See, so you, you, you don't, you have to, 
have a list of questions. We just go. This yes, is right. it. That's what we, we do. We don't do lists of questions. No. All what I'm doing is just doodling yeah, and writing down the cool shit. I'm just writing down the cool shit that you're saying. That's it. That's all that's going every, on here. Every, every time someone sends me uh, an invite to do a podcast or wherever, they're like, they're like, all right, I'll send you the questions ahead of time. I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> Come on, like, man. We don't, we don't do that. Uh-uh. We don't do that. No. We, do, we, we do it live or we don't do it. Yeah. It's about yeah. Like company, you said man. at the beginning, that it's like about truth and authenticity and everything and truthful and being yourself, not putting on a character. Well, I mean, if you want to yeah. know something specific, that's one thing. But to script an entire thing, we're not, so hard. we're not getting to know you at this point. No, and it's not fluid. Yeah, I want to know the person. Yeah. That, that's that's my whole thing. I, well, we're, we're just making well, friends, man. <laughs> dude, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right, so I'll share the so story. So what happened? Yeah, so the dead end of the react. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, as I said before, um, I I have been an online educator for since 2013. I I I I, I grew up a, a a metalhead. Got you know went to school in L.A. for guitar. Um, uh, got really heavy into bluegrass, and when I went to when I went to LA for uh, guitar, I went to a school called the Musicians Institute, um, which is the, the Guitar Institute of Technology, G-I-T. which is like yep. a, a super duper trade school. Um, it's definitely the best guitar school in the world, in my opinion, for people that want to perform. Because unlike a conservatory, um, it's all performance based. So in addition to your whole curriculum and everything else you do, uh, you have to do what's called 10 live playing workshops a week. And each one is a different genre. And you play with uh, someone from the bass program, the drum program, the vocal program, the people doing the, 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 the production with the smoke and the lights and everything and the engineering, they're doing it. And so you have to do 10 different genres, 10 different performances a week Whoa. in front of your peers. So it's in the main performance hall in the school. So everybody wow. between classes goes and sits in and watches and judges their peers. And you have to do 10 of those. And you have to learn the song on your own. So every time you show up, you know, you're, you're with a bass player you never played before, a drummer you never played before, um, and all kinds of uncomfortable genres. You have to do 10 of those a week for two years straight. Jesus. That's incredible. Yeah. That right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's a fucking gauntlet. It's crazy. And so, obviously, anyway, so, so, so that's like the school background. But I say that to say I went there because I wanted to be – a hired gun and join a band um do studio work tour more than anything i wanted to be on stage and i went in 2004 now in 2004 you know the it was just a ripple in the pond of what napster had created you know the beginning of the demise of the industry which i think napster was in like 99 it, it went down um so in 2004 there were ripples, right? Like we already knew it was going to go, but I was still confident very much so that if I went to the school and I succeeded, um, because the school's claim to fame is like everybody that works in the industry goes through there. It's like a tech school pipeline to work. Right. And when I went there, I think like 200, 250 people, something like that, uh, graduated each year and two thirds of them, got professional work right and during the course of me being there from 2004 to 2006 itunes and youtube came out and just completely decimated the entire industry while i was there and so basically the top 10 people 
or so got work, which I wasn't one of them. And everybody else, the internet destroyed their plans. Oh and you still with me? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, okay, okay. And so, uh, I went home with 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 my tail between my legs after sleeping on couches for six you know months or so and being broke and and because in L.A. there's no there's no like cover band bar gigs like it's all pay to play you know like you have to you have to pay 500 bucks to play at the whiskey and you get a 45 minute set and no there's no back line right so um oh it's crazy (laughs) it's it's still that way it's it's like it is in nashville i was just in nashville it's better but the musicians they make all their money in tips they basically get like 50 bucks or maybe 100 bucks you know uh to play a show it's all it's all just tip based because there's so much supply of musicians that um, these clubs don't have to pay. Right. So I moved home uh, to Baltimore, which has a very thriving music scene, um, local music scene, and I started teaching and I started playing in cover bands, and I um, loved playing in the bands, but I I really deeply fell in love with teaching. I felt that although I am a, am a good guitar player, I felt that I'm really a good educator. Yeah. Um, I, and I felt that I felt that because I struggled so much in school, cause I didn't know how to read music. When I went to GIT, they basically let me in by the skin of my teeth, which is a whole other story. <laughs> um, you know, they were like, can you play this, that? I was like, no, but if you show it to me, I'll play it back to you. And like, I, I did it a couple of times and eventually they let me in. <laughs> But I didn't know any theory. All the stuff that I teach now, I didn't know any of it. Right. Okay. And so that's why I feel so confident teaching now because I like I really learned it the hard way, you know. And when you learn things the hard way, you really freaking know them. They stick. Yeah. Yeah, they stick. Um. So anyway, I I fell in love with teaching, and I was doing fifty or sixty students a week and coaching kids rock bands, and. Uh, doing about 110, 120 gigs a year um, locally for like seven or eight years here in Baltimore. And around 2012, we had our first kid in 2010. And around 2012, I um, started seeing some early adopters like Marty Schwartz and and others go online and uh, appeared to be making a living doing it. And I had been at my ceiling forever. You know, you can... You can charge more, but you can't do more. My wife's a special ed teacher, um, and we were, you know, at thirty, you know, years old or whatever we were, twenty nine, and and we were like, okay, we're at our like absolute ceiling, like we're great, we're fine, but we want to have a family and and we want to buy a house and do all these things, and and um, you know, you know how it is with your life. You have you have your family. And you have your fulfillment of your potential. If you don't Mm. feel like you're working towards fulfilling your potential, doing the things that only you can do, it kind of rots at you and eats at you. And it affects how you are with your family. Right. Yeah. And, and so as soon as I saw people doing this online, I was like, man, I can do this. Like I can take my skill set, and I'm going to choose to build a life around my family instead of searching for bigger stages and, and, and building a family around my life. And I, um, I did it. We started, we spent all the money that we had, we had been saving for our first house. Um, 
in 2013 on this website and, and, and filming the first courses and everything. And it totally bombed. I lost money for two years and um, it was a shit storm. And, but I kept gigging, kept teaching, uh, kept working eventually in like 2015 or so uh, figured out how it worked and, and, and how to run Facebook ads. And I know this is, we're getting in the weeds, but it's interesting. No, no, this I'm, is very I'm, interesting. I'm just very You're not right now. boring like, us. Yeah. Yeah. Going, so, yeah. You're a so great it, teacher, it, by the way, because even how you're saying this is a very teaching way of the way that you're doing it. I'm, I'm captivated. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So around 2015, I started figuring it out. Um, I, uh, you know, Facebook, I mean, it seems like so long ago, but Facebook, you know, when I started, they weren't even an ad platform. Instagram wasn't even there. You know, YouTube wasn't an ad platform that, you know, and like it wasn't, you know, influencer wasn't a thing like it, but, you know, people weren't watching videos, HD videos on their phone. You certainly weren't uploading them for the ballpark, you know. Um, and so around 2015, I started figuring out, um, I figured out, so so. When you cross the river and you burn the boats, right? So you spend all your money on everything and then you lose it all and you have a family. You can't quit, right? And so I had this course, which is curriculum, which I, I was incredibly proud of, but I couldn't, like no one would buy it because no one knew who I was. And so I, when Facebook became an ad platform, it was really cheap in the beginning and I figured it out and I put my course on Udemy. Are you guys familiar with Udemy? No. <clears throat> So if, so if you go to Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com, Udemy is the largest courts platform in the world. And before I before I switched to doing the membership thing on GuitarGate, which I do now, um, I put my course on Udemy and pumped it with Facebook ads. And um, I, I, I believe that course is the n- number two course in music on Udemy. We've sold over 100,000 copies, people in 180 countries or something. Oh, that's so cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. So around, so from 2015 to 2018 or so, I did that. Eventually, quit the band when I could afford to um, do it because I was missing all my kids' baseball games and soccer games and birthdays. Because when you gig over a hundred times a year, you miss everything, everything, right? Yeah. And my dad was never around when I was growing up. So as soon as I could afford to uh, not miss the important things in life, uh, I, I I did, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, so then I say all that to say during this whole period, I had made YouTube videos that did nothing like, I mean, minimal impact because every impact is, is important, right? Every, every time you make a connection with somebody, it's valuable and it's important and cherished, but it wasn't something that like it never trended. It never, like it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It was a thing I kept trying because I knew I was never going to give up because that's kind of like my mentality, but it never worked. Right. It never, never clicked. And then around 2019, um, I was totally burnt out. I had, I had been, I had been juggling a tremendous amount, working incredibly hard, you know, had again, over a dozen courses, on the website and uh, had made so many YouTube videos and, and, and nothing worked on YouTube. And, and I was just, I was burnt out. I actually put the guitar down um, for like, 
at least four or five months in early 2019. Um, And I don't know if you've ever done this, Aaron, but, but, you know, you put it down, you pick it up, you put it down, you pick it up. And it's like cycles of life, right? Yes. Even people that do it for a living do that, you know, where it's just like, you gotta, you gotta re fall in love with each other. Mm -hmm. And so I had gotten to a place teaching professionally where, you know, I had enough students and enough success in that realm where um, it wouldn't affect the ability for me to pay my bills if I didn't play. And I just put it down and I was just really, I didn't know what I was going to do next. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I swear to God, I didn't play for like four or five months. And then we had friends of ours um, because my wife, Annie is a big John Mayer fan. And I, and I had seen Mayer, um, on his solo tour and he was and he was he was great and everything i'm not like the biggest fan of his of his music but i'm certainly a fan of of his intent and how he approaches things and how how good he is at what he decides to do like that's not debatable um but i had never i had never seen him uh with the dead or 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 really i've been into that music i knew about it obviously but it never, it never captured me. But we had friends that were like, listen, we're, you know, dead and companies going to, you know, Bristow, Virginia, come with us. And, and I was like, ah, you know, I, I don't really, I don't really feel like going to do it. You know? And, and they were like, well, well, have you seen him with John Mayer? And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. John Mayer, wait, wait a minute. John Mayer is playing with Bob Weir and wait, wait a minute. Why, why is somebody, because my mind went straight to this. I was like, why is somebody who is selling out their own arenas yes, on their own headline tours, hiring their own musicians with an entire crew to support, taking 30 days off a year to be a hired gun, to make take a massive pay cut, and to put everybody that he employs on the shelf. I was like, I was like, oh, what the wow. f- I never who the fuck that. does that? I like, did I, think I, about that. I'm glad you're band. saying I, this. I was like, I was, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, who? I, I was thinking, I was like, is there anybody else that is at that stature that has chosen to do something this crazy? I was like, no, I can't think of a single example, right? Because these guys that have these big headline tours, I mean, they have staff of like 60. Yeah. You know, wow. like, and 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 you're like okay no I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and play in a cover band like and you guys are gonna stay home for thirty days mm. you know, it, this whole tour and I'm gonna make like nothing compared to what I would if I was selling my own arena who does that and I was like it's it's gotta be because of the music because that's the only thing that would make sense I was like sure I'll go right and and I went and it it just it just it just it just fucking clicked man it was the right time it was the right place i was in the right mindset i hadn't played guitar in months i had seen him before and i i saw him play with a joy that i hadn't seen him play with in his solo stuff and 
the way he was singing the lyrics seemed like he almost believed them more than the ones he wrote. <laughs> and, 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 and his entire sound was different. Oh, like, shit. like, like I knew that he, I knew that, you know, he started reaching out to Paul Reed Smith, who obviously is the sponsor of me and my site. Um, and that's a whole nother story. And so I was intrigued and I was just like, this is like, clean and pure and it's just like amazing and and i was and and the way that he played is very different uh -huh. than his other stuff his 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 background is stevie ray vaughan it, it's it's key centered blues based stuff with a heavy emphasis on his own vocal melody right and I'm hearing him play through the changes and do those Jerry like chromatic, you know, things to connect, you know, all the different, you know, functions of the chords, right? The, the three functions. And I'm just like, this is, there's something to this. Uh -huh. And at the, and at the moment, I realized that my wife looks over to me and she goes, Michael, look around. Have you ever seen so many happy people in one place. And, and and I was like, I looked around, I was like, no, I, I actually don't <laughs> no, think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And 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 so we were both hooked. Oh, and, so, yeah. and so and so and she so, liked that version of John Mayer? Likes it more. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Likes it more. Likes it more. So so much so that we're even going to playing in the sand. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah dude. So so psyched. Who's watching the kids? <sighs> well, <laughs> well, you don't know yet. <laughs> we're we're gonna have we're gonna have to call in reinforcements for that one. Yeah, you are. I'm gonna have to fly in some ants or something. Um, from Michigan, oh, Florida. Dang. I don't know. Um, no, I think my mom is coming up from Florida to watch them, and and we Annie's aunt lives across the street. And her dad lives like two minutes away. And so he'll check in after work and, and we'll make it happen. It's not a full week. It, 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 it's uh, uh, no, I wish nice we were going with him. <laughs> um, anyhow. So I went home and I remembered that I started listening to this music and starting to figure it out. And I remembered getting the emails from PRS and some of these other people when I used to do these desk sessions about how great it is seeing me dissect things in real time and learn them as if I was going to play them. And I was like, you know what? Oh no. Screw it. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to dive into this music and I'm going to, uh, I don't know what to call it. I'm, it's certainly not a lesson because I'm learning it. I'm not necessarily teaching it. And I was poking around on the internet and I stumbled across that this React thing is like a, a YouTube term. It's like a viral term that um, works. And I was like, well, this, it is a reaction. It is educational. I don't know. I don't really feel great about the title, but fuck it. We'll just make Reacts in all caps and we'll go with it. And, and um, I think the first one I did was Dead and Company. They love each other. Uh, and... And I sprinkled in a, a, a couple other ones, uh, different other genres uh, to start with. I think I did a, a Wolfpack and I did um, like some crazy Japanese band or whatever. And 
it just exploded. And, and, and that's, and that's the story. So like, and then obviously you guys know this good people, no good people, Mm -hmm. people that like good music, know about more good music. Mm -hmm. And so like, you like this, oh, you'll like that. You like this, you'll like that. And it just kept going and kept going. And so it's like this crazy thing where I went to school to be a player. The internet ruined my plans for lack of a better term, fell in love with education, chose the internet so that I could do it scalably (laughs) around my family, then got burnt out. And then the internet gave me this rebirth and, and reconnected the whole thing. And now like with the Umphreys thing, now it has like made that full circle connection where that whole process has Playing gotten me live like again. back on stage. What the wow. fuck? Man. How, how okay. fucking cool was that? Uh, Michael, yeah, I, okay, like, check this. I had no that's fucking, fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I had no fucking idea about, obviously, about any of that. I just saw yeah. your videos, wanted to get to know you. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, we go deep here, man. That, deep. I'm going to tell you what, man. That is not an uncommon story. The pieces of the story are uncommon. But right. the journey is... You could plug in some different things and be talking about this right here. Really? For real, for real. Like, Mel and I looked at each other know, as you were we talking, did. gave each other a look. Like, holy shit. Well, I mean, it's uncanny. Well, tell me about that. Tell me. Well... <laughs> Just like what you were saying, I wrote it down, like that whole aspect of re-falling in love with each other. Okay. Like so important. So important. It's not just for your instrument. It's for your companion. It's for a million things. Even your own kids. Sometimes I mean our kids are twenty six and nineteen. We love them, but sometimes it gets stale. Like you have Absolutely. to reintroduce yourself as a parent. Like, you know, when they're ten, they're totally different when they're seventeen. When they're 15, they're totally different when they're a mom and they're 26 years old. So that concept of re-falling in love and us moving out of Vegas about five years ago and reestablishing ourselves, I took on an entire new um, field of work. Aaron stayed in the same field but created this show because it was about like reestablishing yourself and bringing in a new a new aeon of your life but here's the thing though like to to draw the correlation for you so we're living in vegas um had been there for years raised our family there i i went to my first dead show in 89 Mm-hmm. and went on tour like mm-hmm. a month after my first show. I went and bought a school bus. I was like, I want to know everything about this. I want, mm-hmm. I don't want to leave ever. And uh, so, you know, fast forward a few years, I, I meet Mel. We have family and, you know. And that goes on the shelf. Yeah. That so whole, you know, Grateful going Dead, to concerts all and all that. that stuff. Like it wasn't, we're raising kids, man. I was working for telecom. I, I was we, busy. We're buying a house, raising yeah. our right. kids, l- learning each other, all that. So, yeah. you know, in 2015, like I'm like 300 plus pounds dying of hepatitis C. Oh, wow. Uh, um, miserable. Miserable. Uh, 
And we came up to Portland for New Year's because we were talking about moving and we wanted to see what it would be like when it was shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the three of us, actually, the, us three well, and, and, and our the kids. kids. Yeah. And uh, so we go back and I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like, I can't. I, I, I felt more at home on vacation in Portland than I've ever felt at home here. Mm. I'm, I'm dying. I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so we decide we're going to go. Apple and I have been friends since I was, he was 12. 12 I was 14. So <laughs> going on, going on 40 years. When, I, when we're talking about leaving, he's like, if you guys are fucking going, I'm going with you. Like, We'll go together. Yeah, I was like, you're not fucking leaving me, me, me in, in the, the middle of the desert. Yeah, yeah. I hate this place too now. So we decide to move up here. And uh, around this time is when Fairly Well happened. Mm. That's right. And it it started a like the it same the, the same thing that you saw at your show with Dead and Company. I remembered at Fairly Well. Like, oh, this is home. Fell in love again. This is my home. This is where I'm from. Like, these are my people. I haven't been around my tribe forever. Yeah. And so, you know, we decide to move. We come up here. Um, The second Father's Day we were here, my son buys me a snowball mic. And he's like, Dad, you guys are always talking about the Grateful Dead. You should start a podcast. Record it, man. Record it. Yeah. And, And I'm like why like nobody's gonna want to hear that is that even a thing like i didn't know so by myself on the porch outside i record just the story of going to my first show mm-hmm. and put it out have a panic attack because now i'm exposed to the world and uh it's hard man it is hard and um and then stuff started happening like just like what you're talking about, like that good people know good people, and yeah. th- that thing started happening around me, and then these guys got involved, and then it started happening more, and before we knew it, like we're interviewing we're interview- O'Teal. Yeah, we're talking to O'Teal and Dave right. Schools and Billy Strings and yeah. the guys from J Rad and blah blah blah, and it completely changed my life again the grateful dead did it for me twice not just once twice saved my life two times you you know what's so interesting and i know that you talk about this and hear this all the time but i was absolutely blown away and fascinated with every single person that reached out to me when those first grateful dead videos came out Mm -hmm. they all had a story about when it found them when they needed it it's there's there's something to it that it's it's, it's fascinates it's, me it, dude it, that because was the, that, that was the the concept of no simple road when we started it like i was like this show is going to be about trying to figure out what that is what's it, the it, thing it, it obviously isn't that but that's what i said the and first. tell us about your aha uh-huh moment yeah like like when and when everybody remembers the date. Everybody remembers the date, the day, the weather, the, the like. <laughs> it, it's true. Everybody <laughs> remembers the exact moment. Kennedy it's assassination a, it, moment. It's a, it's 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 a thing. And and if and honestly, if I 
if I were to, if I were to guess what's at the root of it, um, I mean, I can say for certain for me, it was, it was when, it was when I was ready, you know, it was when I was ready to, um, to be affected, to be open to it or whatever. I mean, cause I had heard it many, many, many times mm-hmm, Me too. And it, and it didn't, and it didn't hit. So it's not like it's, it's not like it's, it's not like if you hear it once and you either get it or you don't, that's not mm-hmm. it. You have to get to a certain season, not just of your life, but of your mental uh, just clarity, wherever you are in the world to be willing to, to willing to accept it. I, I don't know how to explain it. Dude, but, and, but, and if I could, I could plug what it's so weird. I could take what you're saying and lay that over religion almost. Do you know what I'm you totally could like take that and like a Lego block and stick it and but it really is like that. It what you just said is the honest truth and it's the most interesting thing I have ever found. It's almost like I wouldn't even say religion. It's almost like a spirituality. The, the, okay, that's a better term. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. My, my, yeah, religion is a little too dogmatic and yes, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's like it's it's um because I'm not terribly religious, even though I was I was, I was uh, grew up Catholic and everything, but I'm deeply, deeply, deeply spiritual. Um, and um, I, I, again, total total side, whatever. But you know, I've 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 definitely you know had many, 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 many trips in my day, and many you know going down many, many paths, both bright and dark. And, uh, the, 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 the overwhelming feeling of togetherness and oneness and that we all have more in common than we don't mm-hmm. is the, is the, is the pervasive feeling, um, that I have when I think of spirituality and I, and that it's like a musical form of that. Um, <laughs> Wow. I yeah. don't it's, I don't know how else to put it. Well, it's, no, it's, you're no, you're getting fit. there right because for me I wasn't a deadhead. Aaron and I have 7 years age difference, so when he was off touring with the dead, I was still very young. Right. And for me it's how is it that the music that's bringing us together is creating something that nobody can talk about but everybody feels. Yeah, that's it. That's it exactly. Everybody, you look at your your neighbor's eyes, and then they just give you that nod, and then yeah, but you're not saying what yeah about, <laughs> but you know yeah. it's yeah, and 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 that's for the fifty thousand people at Soldier Field, or you well, know, it, and even like I, I was telling you, we we just saw Yonder and the Dusters this past week. Even there, it has that root the grateful dead family root has grown into this grand tree that Mm. is this scene that we're a part of. Mm. And you go to these shows now, like go to a goose show, go see pigeons playing ping pong, go, go see Humphreys, go the green sky, all of them. The look in the eye, that's the thing. I, I see my people like, there is that knowing that happens and, and it, 
it happens in passing with a glance and you can feel it in your solar plexus. It's a, a yeah. squeeze. It's a, it's a, I, I, I don't know. No, I, no, it's, I, it's hard I, to I, talk I about. And, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, that's why to me, at least it was so profound that that was like the immediate thing my wife picked up on, you mm. know, when she was looking around at these, at these people. Um, and it's, it's, it is like a, it is like a, it's a spirituality of sorts. It's, it's different. Be, so here's how I put it. Or I, w- I would phrase it. When you like, when you like certain kinds of music, right? Some kinds of music tell you more about the other people that like it than others. Mm. And, and generally <laughs> speaking, when you like, you know, if, if you go to a, you know, whoever is popular now, you know, like some, you know, what, what, whatever, like a Kendrick Lamar show or, or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Or, or, or it, it really doesn't matter. But the, the point is, is that there's something about this particular type of music that if you, if you get it, you really, really feel like, you know, a great deal about the other people that get it. You know what I mean? Like yes. you really, you feel like you have a lot of 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 information that is that you can't quantify, but yet it's unquestionable. You know Do what I you mean? feel like, like you, you're um, feel it. going to a concert with a family if you go to a Kendrick Lamar show? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's the family right. of Kendrick Lamar right. fans? No, but if you go right. to the the Dead, it's family. Yeah, that, that's what I, that's what I mean. Like it's, it's, but everyone feels that like it, it's again, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of like, you know, digesting it, <laughs> digesting it and being hit with the waves because I, you know, I've only stop. been to two shows since this whole thing started. It was, it was the goose and the Umphrey show. And, and, um, you know, I'm excited to go to dead and co and the playing in the sand and all that, but just the overwhelming <laughs> sincerity with which um, uh, that I've that I've been met with, like when I've encountered people at these shows, it's just crazy. It's yeah. it's so yeah. overwhelmingly positive and kind, and warm and humble and welcoming and encouraging. And it's just like, it's just like, God damn, why I've been hanging out with so many negative people for so long? Oh, <laughs> like, shit. You know what I mean? Wow, man. Yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. That's where I'm supposed to be. My people. So we're at a show one time and we're here in Portland and it wasn't a dead show, but it was a dead family centric show. And I was having a little bit of a rough go at first and I'm sitting down on the floor amidst everybody's legs. (laughs) Puking in the trash can. (laughs) Puking like a lady in the trash can. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then a little little heady you did it. (laughs) A little heady. In between, I'm I'm sitting there hugging my knees, you know, and there's this mama. It was Umphreys. Okay, it was Umphreys. There you go. But there's this, it's a mama in quotation marks. And she is dancing right in front of me, giving me air and space. The way that she's dancing, she's like fanning, fanning me. And literally has her eyes closed and is spinning. And anytime anyone would come near me, she was like a fucking bulldog. And was like, what do you do? Like, you know? Aaron comes over to check on me and she's like, you know, got her spikes on. Remember that. And 
of course, I like I said, I was I was in the midst of everything. So these small things I didn't pay attention to till afterwards and sure. realizing just how family oriented these types of concert goers are. Yeah, that those types of things didn't happen at the Ozfest I no. went to back in the day. No, <laughs> it doesn't no. happen at yeah. other shows. It really doesn't. And and I've not yeah. experienced that until I had yeah. this. So yeah. Yeah, what we're saying that the unexplainable, but it's real, and it feels fucking great to be around. It's beautiful, man. And now, and now, I'm so stoked to go. So what, stoked. What a one moment of like these to like me and Aaron have been friends our whole life, and we saw you know Jerry and this and that. But I can still remember. I know they still do. When Mel, after a few shows under her belt, she's like, "Okay, this is fun. I see why you guys like it." Next thing you know, she's calling fucking songs. And Aaron yeah. and I were at a show and she would like call the next song and Aaron like turns to me not to make a big deal of it, like taps me on the shoulder, like fucking see that. And it was unspoken. He didn't say he just tapped me. We made that eye contact and we're like, oh, shit, it's on. Mel is totally <laughs> on, on the bus. bus. We're here we go. Yeah, it it's it's really an amazing journey. The whole thing. And like I said, your story arc is your own, but the overarching themes are the hero's journey that can be plugged in anywhere, a lot of places in the Grateful Dead family and, and the jam scene too. It's, it's, it's just, unbelievable. It's, 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 it trip, unbelievable. It's, a, it's a really amazing thing. Um, wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> It's Art. true. It, it it blows my it blows my mind. Yeah. Like how how unique it is to each of us, but yet shared. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah. the whole like the essence to not fade away. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that yeah, whole thing. That's it right there. Because it your life is going to continue until it doesn't anymore. And that doesn't fade away. And that's a real thing. And that that love that you feel around you is real. That thing is real. That thing that your wife picked up on is real. You yeah. know what I that's and it doesn't go away. It's dead started playing what, sixty five? Like we're in twenty twenty one, man. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's just this continual unfolding puzzle box that we all get to play in and it's awesome. And the people that are around it are the most, like you said, kind and gentle, gentle, generous, sweethearted, for the most part. There's some wing well, nuts. yeah. Come on, there's there's wing nuts in every every yeah, everywhere we go, yeah. everywhere we go. This yeah. this has made made me want to pick my guitar back up. Wow, good. That's the whole, that's the whole point, man. For Michael, real. thank you. Wow, I didn't know what we were in for. To be honest, I had no idea. <laughs> I had a, but no idea. Your your teaching shines through in every word that you say. Mm-hmm. Every word that. that you say is an opportunity to learn, and I love that. That's I love to learn. I I love I love your vibe, mm-hmm. your stories. I'm so appreciative that you spent this much time with us with four kids. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Oh like, no, it, it is it is seriously. absolutely my, it's absolutely my pleasure. I mean, I um. You know, this is, this is, this is, this is the, you know, my wife and I are educators and, and I've been a lifelong musician and, and this is, 
this is my life's work and you know life is especially music is is supposed to be shared and so that's this is this is what i want to do and I, i'm so glad that you guys appreciate what I do and okay, invited absolutely. me on your no, show. No, no, no. And, and it's just, I hope it's not the last where, time. Seriously. Yeah, no. I, I, I really do. You live all the way out there, man. I'd like to have you over for dinner. <laughs> Dude, I'd, I'd love it, man. Well, I'd love it. You ever come to the East coast? Let me know. Okay. Okay. We got plans. We got plans. Yeah, we're we're talking around. about going on the road here pretty soon. So no, I got, are you? Mm -hmm. I got two questions. I got, first of all, as a single Go guy with no kids and everything, you have four boys. Are you and your wife going to, make a full baseball team <laughs> are you going for more kids <laughs> you got four you're heading that we, direction we are we are we are not going for more but i will say that i've i've scheduled two vasectomies which i've chickened out on i woke up that day and went to go get in the car and i said yeah fuck it, i'm not going <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. i'm just going to work i'm just going to work <laughs> right so, on man so you know we're gonna stick to practicing. We're not we're not uh, trying to <laughs> practice go. makes perfect. And guys, I know that was know. kind of a silly question. You probably get asked that, and I always just wondered. It's like, do are you guys going for a girl too? And they just end up with four boy. And all parents usually say we're happy with whatever we got. No, I well, a boy. well, I can tell you that I'm the oldest of five boys. Oh wow! And and my wife's um, father uh, was one of six boys. Um, my dad um only has brothers my grandfather um is one of 13 kids and 11 were boys Holy moly! yeah Whoa. so so we're not so we're not like you know thinking that it's a coin toss every time yeah no <laughs> yeah that sounds like that runs deep you said you had two questions what was the second the second question was because of your reaction videos and stuff everything have you watched the Billy and the Kids show from a couple weeks ago in Red oh, yeah, Rocks? Dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. man. That was that's the best Grateful Dead music I've seen in twenty years. That, un, un, unbelievable! I'm so happy for Billy, man. This yeah. is great. Yeah, um, it's great. I, I hope to be able to connect with him one day. We were we were DMing a little bit, but then he went dark on me. But I'm I'm such a huge fan, and I I would I would love to talk to him and go deep because he, he and I both share that a similar path where we started with very heavy music and then we got bit by the bluegrass bug mm. and made that transition and then found the dead. Mm -hmm. Wow. You, you know what I mean? And, and I would love to talk to somebody with that level of proficiency and obviously uh, deep appreciation, but also like, you know, uh, professional in their craft about that transition, because it's a, it's a weird thing. Um, but it makes sense to me. I'd love to hear how he explains it because a lot of those, a lot of those, um, you know, really, you know, uh, you know, technical guitar, like heavy metal, like, uh, you know, or, or you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, techniques and, and playing of whatever translate totally to bluegrass. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and country in general, like listen to, and again, genre, genre, nobody knows what genres they are, but like, listen to, listen to like Van Halen hot for teacher. That's a straight up country lick. Like that is, Oh yeah. That is a, that is a, you, you play that on a telly, you know, with, with, with some reverb, like that is a, that is a straight up country tune. 
And those, the, I would love to talk to Billy about that. And then, because there's that precision there, but then getting into the looseness of the jam scene. You know what I mean? Wow. I would yeah. be fascinated to talk to him about that. And he's such a humble guy. Like when we talked to him, I asked him, I was like, because to me on the outside, I'm like, how can you possibly be better than that? Like you, you have hit the top of guitar playing. You hit the ceiling, man. And, and I was like, do you feel like you need to practice? Like, do you feel like you can get better? And he was like, what are you talking? Yeah, man. Like, I'm not and like that mo- good. Most musicians, he does, he's like, yeah, I'm not that good. Sam Bush. Like, there's other, he started to name joking me. was like, no, I'm not, I'm not that good. I'm, I'm learning. Well, it's the same in any in any anything like, you know, it's the people, the people that are uh, really prolific in their in their achievements uh, realize that there is no finish line and that mm. it's the journey and enjoying the passage of time and and choosing to make to, to be the better you every day instead of going backwards. That is why you do what you do with your life, Damn. you know? Wow. That's perfect. That was perfect. That, yes, that right That's there. It. 100%. Yeah. Michael, tell me something or tell everybody sure. out there sure. about how they can hook up with Guitargate and and all your stuff. So my, I appreciate it. My, my whole thing is very, very simple. If you, if you go on YouTube, you can search my name, Michael Palmasano, P-A-L-M-I-S-A-N-O or the whole guitar teacher react series. Um, all that stuff is, is free up on YouTube. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything else to search guitar gate, uh, one word. Um, and, uh, if you'd like to take my lessons and my courses, um, you know, my curriculum and everything you find on my website is, is literally my life's work. Uh, it is, I'm, I'm extremely proud of it. You can find everything at guitargate.com. Uh, it's really just a community of people um, trying to motivate and inspire each other to just keep it in their hands and just get, like you said before, just a little bit better every day. Um, I'd love to have you. I'd love to be a part of the community. And um, and that's it, man. Just that's what right I do. On. Right on, brother. Yeah. Michael, I'm going wow. um, to email you my my number. I, I want to keep in touch with you. and uh, Let's do it. Yeah. And I, I have some bands I want you to listen to. I've got some stuff that you probably haven't heard. I would love, dude, that's my whole game. Like, this shit hit me. Okay. Hit me. I'll, I'll send you my number in the morning, man. Oh, have a wonderful thank you, evening, Michael, brother. So much. Yeah, you too. And, and let me know when this is up. I'll be sure to share it. You got Absolutely. it, man. It'll, it, I'll let you know. Yeah. Right. No, okay. no worries, man. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice, nice to meet you all. So it, you it's too, uh, Michael. Apple, Mel, and Aaron. Right yes. on, man. Nailed it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great night. You, you too, too, brother, man. Peace. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. Okay. So I wasn't expecting that. You knocked that. it out of the park, babe. I'm just going to say that was a he's been fucking very, great. He's been very excited about this one, and now I see why this morning I just kind of delved into it pretty heavy and... Got what, what a... I got a lot of time awesome on my hands at home, guys. Human being. We don't. It's yeah. the opposite. I got a lot of time on my hands at work. And I have spent entire afternoons with this guy. And so I knew, like, I've seen his personality. Yeah. And, and what he said in the beginning is, is very true. Like, that's not a character. You can tell. 
it blows me away. Like he was saying how long it took him to get comfortable, but like being, it was, there was no separation as far as I was concerned, as Mm -hmm. far as like the screen, no screen. We just weren't in the same room. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there was no lag or no misunderstanding or no getting to know. It was just like, I am who I am. Here I am. That's special. It's very special. It's super special. Like the thing I said that grabbed me about him too and why I ended up watching him all day long building up this too was like his appreciation for the music. There's other people out there kind of doing the same react stuff, music teachers, and they're kind of breaking it down. They're they're kind of well, not ruining the magic trick or something, but they're they're making it sound like oh anybody can do this. They break it down. Now he's not. He's like appreciates everybody. So he's full watching of gratitude and breaks it down. And then the way it just the way he does it. He's so happy, so excited. Every video he does, it's not like okay now this week we're gonna look at this guy and his technique. It's, it's like. He makes it fun. It's very engaging, his personality. And and he brought up something that we've discussed around the house quite a bit about Dead & Company. And it just goes to show that people are getting turned on, period. People complain about mayor. People complain about this, that, the other thing. It, it it doesn't matter. Like it's the community, yeah, and the music. Yeah, those no matter, two things together. No matter what vehicle you're like driving in or anything, mm-hmm. like his wife getting us. She was a mayor fan, and then she saw. I mean, we all saw the change in mayor. He was doing his thing. It's really hard Arenas to, to doing go the Hollywood to... thing, and then got bit by Bobby hosting the Late Show years ago. Hosting the Late Show, Bobby came on as a guest, and it completely altered. Both, both the of, course their of their lives. <clears throat> I was just going to say, it's really hard for somebody that's a music fan to go to a Grateful Dead show, whatever form, Dead and Company, Grateful Dead, cover band, be around that energy and not like it. I'm talking yeah. about a music fan. I'm not talking about. Yeah, I was going to say, there's people. I've yeah, no, I, I'm talking about somebody of, who yeah. enjoys music, somebody who likes to be free and dance who's never been there you go there it's hard to not like that it really is you don't to like look being around happy and, yeah like his <laughs> wife said to him you see have you ever seen this many happy people i wanted like no no, no. holy shit they are genuinely happy I everybody's don't know smiling where there's that many happy people at once at the same time and he nailed it too he's all kind he threw in well, that kind an rem kind concert and, rem yeah shiny huh? happy never mind Wow. They're not together anymore. He's a photographer now. Oh, <clears throat> all right. That was a bad joke anyway. Um, well, everybody, that was Michael Palmisano. And if you don't already. And if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, go, go check him out on YouTube. <laughs> and if you're a guitar player or if you're somebody that wants to learn to play guitar, go to Guitar Gate. And, and if you're check a guitar teacher, you should watch him to get some inspiration. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. And um, guess what else? We'll be back next week with more stuff and things and stuff, stuff and, things. and whatnot. Things. And we'll be at shows and we'll be doing things and dancing and moving and shaking. Because that's happening. Go now. to the website and sign up for the newsletter and go to Patreon and become a Chan donator. Sign up and um, 
Call the Tepid line at 971-808-1524 and leave us a trip report from your last show. And remember that Mel, Apple, Aaron, and Darwin care about you and that we love you. And we can't wait to see you out there on the road. Take care of yourselves. Hydrate. Safety third. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash dmb thanks relics the number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I do like this chocolate. Get down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles. The Wrath of the Buzzard. P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.